Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana, the podcast. You are listening to us on whatever podcast app you choose, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and we are live, live on YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Hello, YouTube room. Hello, little tadpoles. Tadpoles, friends, I see some in the YouTube chat right now, and I see you maybe in the YouTube replay, maybe hours from now, minutes from now. Years from now, we see you. You're just visiting us from the year 2036. Yeah, I wonder what happened the week Yeah, what were their thoughts? October 22nd, 2023. I just got to hear these guys talk about Mystico. What's going on? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. You swore you were not going to watch that match last week. And then and right then now, I was like, yo, I kind of want to see. I'm going to watch Mystico match. You know what? He looked pretty good. And he had an AEW mask on, so does that mean he's all elite? Did he have a broken finger? Uh, that's what I was watching for, yeah, <laughs> to be honest. I wanted to see if he if he could wrestle with a broken finger. Uh, hello, everyone. We're going to chat about Mystico and Sin Cara and uh, none of the lights, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, on this show, we're going to talk about some pro wrestling and everything that's going on in it, including AEW, WWE, and beyond. But how you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Good, good. Uh, we're, uh, it's a sunny Sunday, but we're inside. It's kind of cold out, though, but it's all right. You know, we're going to get one more day in the 20s. One more hot summer day. Yeah, love it. Love <laughs> so it. bring it on. It's nice, though. It's sunny. I always like Fall time. We're like, what, minus, minus a week away from Halloween? Almost a week away from Halloween. Yeah, like 10 days. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, got your costume? I do. Uh, yeah, I've got like two more things left to get. I think I might go for a little look after this yeah. show. Um, but yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll wear something at work on Saturday. I, I, I'll probably just be, you know, dead, just wear some clothes and do some makeup or something. Cause, um, yeah, like it's difficult wearing a full costume at work. Yeah. You're moving sure. around and hot and sweaty and all that. So, uh, but I'll do something for the Saturday, but our, Actual Halloween Tuesday costumes are looking pretty sweet. Yeah, I got two as well. I'm being, I'm just redoing my like party costume from last year because I realized wearing a like spacesuit jumper is very comfortable actually mm. and very fun to dance and party in. So I'm just being a space cowboy for my uh, Saturday night Halloween shenanigans. But Tuesday night, me and you do have uh, a wrestling inspired costume as always yeah as the, we can the beard say. is getting thicker yeah thicker who, who could you be that you're growing a beard out what wrestlers have beards let's try to let's try to go through this list everyone yeah uh youtube chat tell us your favorite bearded wrestlers <laughs> shout out bearded shout out beards first yeah, of all best match ever beards i think i think you could rock a beard uh like so you get any mixed reactions from it no oh, people seem to be like yeah it, i think honest. you look fine yeah especially like winter time coming it's not but I mean, then you're perfect for you're perfect for November, November first. You just shave it all I just off. Shave it off. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of the mo. You you'll be ahead of the game if you just shave everything but the stash. <laughs> which please don't. No. Should I do a handlebar? <laughs> oh, I mean, like, yeah, have fun with it. I feel like work now. would have some words. Yeah. yeah. If you had a handlebar mustache, maybe you could borrow my Harley shirt. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Walk into work. Absolutely not. Yeah, we got our Halloween costumes, and I think they're going to look pretty good. We always we always deliver on Halloween, and I think we will this year. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. So definitely follow the socials, and uh, we would love to see yours, too. If you're working on your costumes, you know, show us your your, your photos if you, if yeah, you got any. It. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we always uh, we've had some great. Uh, I do see Surin in the in the chat right now, who's had great costumes in the past, being Cameron Grimes and the Forbidden oh, yeah. Door one year. Oh yeah. Um, we we love seeing all your costumes. So send it at Poison Rana Pod. Yeah, like uh, we're gonna be do- doing our Halloween Havoc Night One post show on this upcoming Tuesday night. But a little uh, housekeeping: the following week, Halloween Havoc Night Two is on actual Halloween mm. and. Sorry, but we don't want to, we don't want to go live after. We want to kind of enjoy our night. So this is our invite, everyone. Enjoy your Halloween hangover on the 1st of November yes. on Wednesday, probably around one or two or something like that. And we'll, we'll go live and. And it doesn't mean we won't be putting out anything on Halloween because yeah. we'll be dropping our Halloween six review on the yeah. 31st. That's right. The night he came home again. Again. Yeah. I'm talking about the man in black. Oh, that's oh, the man true, who came true. back, who came home, possibly. Yes, we are going to be recording this Wednesday, actually, some some podcasts, and one of them is Halloween Six, which will be dropped on this very free feed. So, looking forward. I know most people are looking forward to these. We do this every year, and now we're at Halloween Six, the last one with Loomis in it. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Donald Pleasance. Get your red wine and your pumpkin spices out for. Our review. I would love some feedback. I'll, I'll put it up uh, to maybe tomorrow, even in the Facebook chat as well, because I know some some of you guys are going to be looking forward to writing in on this one. I know Jesse from the Six is going to be writing in. Like Justin, Justin, we, we know he's got to be writing in. Yeah, exactly. All the fans of the horror stuff. But over on our Patreon, uh, we will be doing a review of Halloween Havoc 1998. Oh yeah, featuring the iconic Hulk Hogan. Versus Ultimate Warrior. Oh, boy. That's the one in the dome, right? The Sky Dome? Wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) This is the one that the pay-per-view cuts off, right? (laughs) But also, maybe uh, Bill Goldberg's greatest match against Diamond Dallas Page. Is it his best match? So this this show has uh, a match that a lot of people regard one of the best WCW matches of this era and one of the absolute dog shit worst (laughs) matches of this era. So uh, really looking forward to chatting about this one. I can't say I've seen this pay-per-view top to bottom. I don't think I have definitely front to back, so it will be a great and interesting review. Twelve matches. Christ. Twelve. What is this? AEW? <laughs> this is crazy. That sounds crazy. But Halloween Havoc 1998. If you are a fan, get your feedback in. Again, we'll post it uh, sometime on Monday, but uh, if you're if you're not a fan, hey, why don't you go watch it mm. and uh, see what we're going to talk about because I'm sure it's ridiculous. Hulk Hogan and Warrior in 98. What well, everyone, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. Yeah. We've reviewed some old WCW before yeah. in our archives, and uh, they they make for great reviews. Uh, how many times will we hear the NWO theme on this uh, show? I've, I've taken off the match card now, so I okay. can't remember. You can't, you can't see but it. But it's okay. normally quite a lot. You hear it during their promos. I'm going to say <laughs> over six. Okay, I'll say... I'll say eight times. Eight times. To be, to be like exact. Eight times we'll hear it. I'm assuming he wins the match as well. So that's another one. That's another one. I, I, so I, I don't read ahead. Is this where the pay per view? I swear this is the one that got cut off at the end. So everyone never knew the finish. <laughs> Which one? There were so many. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. So uh, that's going to make for a great, interesting review this week over on our Patreon. You want to hear about interesting reviews? Actually, I don't know if this one's up yet, but I'll put it up. I have to make sure it's up. The. What did we just review this week? What have we reviewed this week? Antichrist. Oh man. Jeez. You want an interesting review? Let me, let me promo something. You ever wanted to see, uh, this movie? First of all, it's very disturbing and weird and strange. Antichrist, as picked by our friend and world champ, family member patron, Dickie Bird, 
who has selected this very strange movie featuring Willem Dafoe and his penis. Uh, quite or or does it feature Willem Dafoe's penis? That's the that's the real uh, detective work that we get into the nitty gritty on this review. But I does this one take the cake of strangest scenes of stuff we've watched and reviewed? Like pretty Probably crazy, most horrific scene we've reviewed. There's a few in it, a few things in this yeah. movie that make for very WTF moments, mm. and uh, well, that makes for even more interesting podcasts. So, thank you, Dickie, for choosing something <laughs> great. But Dickie joins us on this review, and trust me, it's a doozy. So, oh, yeah. don't listen to it with your kids. No, <laughs> turn it Absolutely off. Absolutely <laughs> not. Do not listen to this in the car driving your kids around. As well as the new behind the BDE that came out for all the family member world champs. Yep. Do not listen to that show. With, Never. With your partners or <laughs> friends even. This week was, you were cooking and somehow we, we talk about uh, the new members to the Toronto Suicide Squad. Yeah. And uh, butter chicken and our favorite hot chefs. So, yes. And some other things that I won't mention. So there you go. World champ family members. Go check out our Behind the BDE. Uh, go check out our Patreon. Hey, you want to become a patron? It's five bucks to get access to all hundreds of shows on there. And uh, that's how we uh, make a living. Last week, I mentioned that our Patreon has dropped significantly. Mm. And a few people listened and signed up. So shout out to any new people out there who gave us a chance. And I hope you are enjoying the podcast. And uh, yeah, uh, if you if you don't feel like signing up to the Patreon uh, and dropping those dollars, you can always leave us a nice review. They help us too. So uh, hit the subscribe button on YouTube, even if you're not watching the the channel live right now hit subscribe uh give us a like on our videos uh and write a nice review whether it be on apple or whatever you use to use your podcast it it does help us a lot yeah the nice little uh rate ratings do 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 us good speaking of reviews also leave me a nice review for me at my restaurant because uh someone told me that they were going to leave a bad review of me recently oh, what was what was the what happened so i was serving this table friday night yeah um uh, was they they were kind of running me a bit like you know like asking for things one at a time instead okay. of all in one go sure uh, ask me to check ingredients on things things like that things I don't mind doing it's my job sure um, bill was over a hundred bucks left zero on right. top and then uh, I caught the guy puking in the sink oh my in the washroom I was like dude there's a toilet oh. why why the sink and this is right at the end of the shift you're gonna be so that's you know, yeah, means I'm going home even later now because I'm cleaning up fucking That's puke. gross. And I uh, say to my other colleague, like, fuck, got to clean up this fucking idiot's puke. Right. And then the girl he was with comes over and goes, I heard what you said about my friend. That wasn't very nice. I'm going to write a bad review about you. Wow. So it's like, what, your fucking idiot friend? <laughs> <laughs> you got to respond to it with so, being like, Oh, you're the one who puked in the sink, aren't you? Yeah. So everyone can can say. But. So, uh, Gabby's King West, write a nice review. Say the the lovely British gentleman David <laughs> David served you suggested the ghost chili wings and they were fantastic. The last time you asked people to do this, people did it. I know. And that's what we I'm love doing our again. listeners. Our listeners are really great people. He's what's so. it called? Uh, ratio. Like I need the <laughs> the good to outweigh the bad. I don't see any bad reviews. No, I, I checked. She hasn't left it yet. Uh, I'm hoping she just forgot. But. <laughs> Like, I'm like, sorry, you, you, I, I essentially paid to serve you tonight because you left me fucking nothing. And then I cl clean up the insides of your stomach. Yeah. Ooh. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I don't know how else to put it. 
there's lots of good reviews I see though, the recent yet. ones. So there's none, no recent bad ones. Maybe they they're they're too lit to forget. Yeah, like they're like ah, oh, too much of an idiot. Couldn't work out the how to use Google how reviews. To Google. Yeah, part of me wants to create like a fake email and just, burner account. Yeah, like <laughs> like I know I know people do it, but like burner account for Google reviews or Yelp reviews, yeah. like that can like go a long way. I think mm. like. I feel like I want to leave honest reviews of places, but don't want my name attached to it. Because right. then they can go, oh, yeah, well, I just found your shitty little podcast and I'm going to not even <laughs> listen to it and rate it one or something like that. So I want like a separate account that's like completely private where I am completely honest. I'm always honest in my reviews. I only do it when something is really, really good or really, really bad. Mm. So uh, I, I, I also, I'll write one for you. When I start my new fake. What's frustrating is I saw the last review on there was a group of lads I served. Right. But they didn't say my name. Ah, uh, they're just like, ah, their server was took great. a nice little photo of themselves with their, <laughs> with their food. And I'm like, oh man, those guys were great. Yeah. <laughs> Same wow. night as well. So you can't even say I was having a bad day. I just, okay. Sorry, I don't like cleaning up vomit. Yeah. Who does? Yeah. But there you go. Everyone go write Gabby's King West. The British server, David. Yeah. You've got to specify my name because there's two of us. There's two Brits. Say Davy. Yeah. Yeah, Davy. Davy uh, or David, yeah. And his beard looked nice. <laughs> his beard looked fantastic. He was so nice. Gave us the best experience. Great advice. <laughs> Told us where to hit up in Toronto. Yeah. Changed my 10. life. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I think I'm going to go and listen to his podcast on Sunday. Also, the buffalo chicken wrap. Superb. <laughs> it is my favorite thing to get at your Gabby's mm. there. Uh, hey, are we doing a party at Gabby's? We are indeed. I think we should tell our closest friends right now. Yeah. First, before we tell anyone else. So uh, I'm hoping to get this up and running this week. Um, but November 25th, so just over a month away, uh, we will be showing Survivor Series at Gabby's. Um, we'll be having a regular drink specials going on. Uh, we'll be having a few prizes, a few giveaways. Um, and obviously showing the pay-per-view on all the screens with sound. Uh, we do have a little overspill on our heated patio as well. It can be can get a little chilly out there, but it is nice to kind of escape and watch the show with sound on there out, outside as well. Um, so hopefully going to get this up and running in the next couple of days. Uh, I think I'm going to throw out some early bird uh, specials on the tickets as well. So if you are in the Toronto area or are able to come into Toronto on November 25th, and want to watch Survivor Series with some friends. Friends! Uh, hit us up. Yes, absolutely. We uh, have a whole lot of fun hosting these events. We've done a few watch parties here in the Six. We've done some meetups with people all over. Men's are international now. Mm. We've traveled the world to, to hang out with listeners and wrestling friends. And we're going to hang out and watch Survivor Series, which may or may not include CM Punk showing up. So there you go. We can mm. talk about war games and, and have some fun. I feel like it's going to be a big show regardless. Yeah. With Punk or with something. Him. Like, uh, I'm kind of digging what's going on right now yeah uh so Toronto yeah, looking people. forward to it like we uh we went to SummerSlam, so we didn't do anything for that this year and also just the summer it's you know people want to be outside now it's getting a little cooler got a few pay-per-views coming up we 
we're going to give these watch parties another go. Yeah, absolutely. So Toronto folks, stand up and uh, follow this space. More information as it comes. Stand up. But we thought we... Stand up and applaud these men. <laughs> That's right. Wait, where was that from? That was Michael Cole after DX versus Brothers of Destruction in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> One of the worst matches ever. That's what he said. Stand up. Stand up and applaud these men. <laughs> that's great. I don't know why that came I into your head right Michael now. Cole. Wow, that's fantastic. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, someone in the chat, shout out Cameron Starr, who says, are you dressing up to be Elias? Hmm. If you can not, you don't have to say yes or no. I could do both in the night, couldn't I? Ezekiel and... Start off as Elias and end <laughs> Don't as give Ezekiel. it away. Shh. Maybe. Stop. Maybe, maybe not. Right, yeah. Uh, well... Should we talk about what's going on in, in wrestling? I think we should. And I think week. we're going to start with the biggest story of the week. Demand Lucha. <laughs> right, of course. How could we not? We did see some live wrestling this week. And, well, we always have fun at our friends Demand Lucha in Toronto. They had a, what, Lucha des Muertos? Lucha de los Muertos. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm on day 90. Seven of Duolingo. So what does it mean? Uh, Lucha of the Dead, I assume. Right, nice. Yeah, Yeah. Lucha of the Dead. It was. It was a Halloween Lucha show. Uh, The main event, Gringo Loco versus Jack Cartwheel, which was awesome. Didn't disappoint. Lots of cartwheels. Yeah. Even Gringo doing cartwheels, um, which sets up a rematch in a ladder match they've announced for their December show. I think it's December 14th, a Thursday night, and it's Gringo v. Cartwheel in a ladder match. And if Cartwheel loses this one, he'll never come back. I'm worried. I feel our boy Gringo, his time. Time might be running out. Time might be running out. Yeah. So check it out, uh, Demand Lucha. Again, Toronto people, look forward to that next one. But we had a blast this Thursday. Shout out those guys. They're always throwing on fun times. People are always just having fun and enjoying themselves at these events. And it's become a bit of a like Toronto Parkdale, like staple. I love it. I I love it. It's, it's so much fun to go to these. I, it's been a while since our last one, because we were away in the UK uh, during the last event. So uh, always enjoy these shows. Uh, Got to see WH, got to see Mike Murray. WH was drinking a claw. He was indeed. Yeah. Um, And uh, had a little chat with Sam Adonis after who, uh, he was meant to be tagging with Psycho Clown. Yeah. Who unfortunately couldn't make the show, but they promised we'll be there next time. Yeah. What's their next show called? Border Wars? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Um, but it was kind of weird because then he was sort of doing the MJF thing where he's defending in a handicap. So his de facto baby face still being a little like cheeky and heelish like yeah. MJF is. But uh, I I bought a beer for, for Gringo off the show and he'd already dipped. So I was like... Sam Adonis, you deserve this. He's like, oh, thanks. And he's like, wait, is that a British accent? Started yeah. chatting to me about Scouser Girls. Yeah, he said yeah. he lived there for a while. Lived in Liverpool four years, he said. Yeah, we actually love uh, booing this guy. Yeah. And it was really weird that he was now like, like Man, forced it's... to cheer. So we said to him, we're like, honestly, like it was not very fun cheering you. <laughs> You're way more better to just boo and I hate he you. He was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, just yeah. circumstances yeah, kind of yeah. had to, but... Uh, he's great. I I love these shows. Uh, got to see Alex Shelley, uh, oh, yeah. who uh, who retained his uh, Impact World Championship last night. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shelly was on the card. Kevin Blackwood and Orion. I'd, I've never heard of Orion, but then I, I hoping he's okay. He looked like a little bit of an injury. He in got match. pretty rocked in that match. He was uh, signing autographs and selling merch after, so yeah. I, I, I guess he's not too bad. But yeah, uh, that triple threat ended up becoming a bit of a, a singles match between yeah. Blackwood and Shelly, which was really good. Yeah, I definitely could see more of uh, Blackwood and, and Shelly at these shows. A singles match, definitely down the line. Um but uh, I'm trying to think of what else was on the show. There was a Halloween hardcore match. Your favorite wrestler ever, Freddie Mercurio. Fred, Fred, Fred Die Mercurio, <laughs> since he's turned heel now. Against what, Harley Quinn? Oh, yeah. This girl is dressed as Harley Quinn. Uh, tell me why it was the best match you've ever seen in your entire life. <laughs> uh, just go to Demand Lucha and watch and uh, tell us for yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, the next one, they have one actually in November too, Mass by Midnight. And Tormenta from Women of Wrestling, who I love on okay. WoW, is going to be there. But uh, That's going to be at uh, Lee's Palace, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, LuchaMarket.com for Demand Lucha. We will be at these shows. We love going to these shows. And Hell Toronto yeah. people, stand up because it's uh, a lot. Stand of- <laughs> up. <laughs> and applaud. And applaud these men. These people. Uh, so yeah, we had fun at Demand Lucha. There, Gringo and, and Cartwheels stole that show for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, we love the uh, the. What? I love the uh, the gimmick of the the Lucha door. There, they pretty much the only weapons they tend to use are these Lucha doors. There are doors. However, uh, sometimes I think they might just need to use a table. Right. Yeah. I feel like they're harder than tables. They're doors. Well, I mean, Gringo's ass. He fell right through, through, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great though. The best was I'm not familiar with. Colossal Mike Law. <laughs> Whoever this guy is, though, he was actually he was pretty good wrestler. He's but good. man, this is this this has to be soon put on Botchamania. We need Someone to has find to this find clip it. and send it to Matthew. This guy's entrance is uh, he has like a bunch of like jobber cops come out and they're all lifting like this really heavy looking like dumbbells like like the huge like huge cartoon yeah like think of like what john cena's like clean and you know like those huge where it's so heavy the bar bent so like four guys carrying this out there and they put it down and then his gimmick is he like barrels through them and then like lifts it up right because it's a gimmick thing as he does this four guys carrying it out oh it's so heavy ah they go to put it he comes out to lift it, and as he does, it completely breaks and Snaps falls apart, and it's completely revealed that it's Foam fake. And, and it's like, uh We were howling, <laughs> laughing. I don't think many people caught it. Everyone he just caught us yeah, laughing. He, and he like, booked us laughing. He was like, you fucked. So. Yeah, I get the feeling he's like maybe a... Because this guy doesn't look like Brian Cage. No. I think it's more like a Crash Holly where he's like... A colossal. Like, he's not like tiny, but yeah. like he's not your biggest... Powerlifting. Oh, I got to. Re- someone's got to reclip. I got to go and find this. Yeah, clip it's got to be put on. It was so funny and uh, a real highlight of the evening. He should now purposely do that as his entrance. Right. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, I'm revealed. I'm a, I'm a front. I'm a, a colossal, fraud. right? Well, yeah. let's move on. Uh, we had uh, a lot going on in WWE this week. Sami Zayn is now on his own on Raw. Kevin's gone to SmackDown, and he kind of. Uh, laid down his plans about how he sees himself as a, a world champion uh, competitor and has his eyes set on the world heavyweight championship. Now, obviously, Seth has that title right now. Um, what do you see Sammy's path being over the next? Because uh, I, I felt this mission statement isn't something to like maybe take lightly. I imagine we eventually get Seth v. Sammy at like what the Rumble or something, like maybe a bigger TV match or something along those lines like i don't see him necessarily taking this title from seth i i would say seth holds it till like mania 
or, or, or something. Yeah, I would think so. Although it depends if I could see a, a scenario where this title ends up going on Gunther. And which I would have thought would be Seth Gunther at Mania, perhaps. Yeah, that's where I'm thinking. But if, say, a, a Mr. Phil Brooks does come in, hmm. I could see that title leaving Seth earlier and having those two in a non-title singles match. And you could do Sammy and Gunther. Okay. Which I think we, we have seen on, like, I think they did it on a Raw, but I think with a big story with a big title on the line, I think that's something I'd like to see. And kind of the baby face character of Sammy makes way more sense against a Gunther than a, a baby face Seth. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would make sense if Punk is coming in, but I mean, I don't. But yeah, it's whatever, however you're moving things around. But Anyone who comes in just faces Seth automatically. Yeah. And beats him. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I hope, uh, do you see him winning the title in the year? Uh, like this title, not not Romans. But. Yeah, uh, I could see Sammy winning a world title, but maybe like in the later half of of the year or so. But I mean, like his character is still pretty hot, you would imagine. So like maybe why not? But I don't know. I think it's something where you can now, now Triple H is like, by all the sounds of it, fully creative, mm-hmm. uh, in creative control. You see more of these longer term stories he's telling. Like they've been setting up for Survivor Series like for weeks now, and that's right. not even till a month away. I think something like this, this could be like a good sort of mission statement for the Rumble, where this year's Rumble, you could have a few really viable challenges. Like I think you could have a final four, which is, you know, Sammy, Gunther, um, Cody and Drew or something like that. Whereas I feel the last few years we've been like, eh, it's, it's going to be Cody this year. Like we've been able to kind of tell. Yeah. I think you could really set up a few things. And with the two titles, it makes it, you can go in either direction. Like I assume it's Cody Roman, but Cody doesn't necessarily have to win the rumble for that match. Does he? Yeah. We could go different ways. They do the chamber sometimes. Yeah. There's definitely different ways, but Cody, Definitely, I, I would imagine it's Cody Roman night two of Mania yet again, and finally he finishes this damn story. Or does Co- does Cody lose and Roman retains and beats Hogan's title reign? Yeah, because <laughs> that's how he beats it. Yeah, he has to keep, stay champion past Mania to beat Hogan's reign. Yeah, I don't know. Don't uh, think- I could I could see them going <laughs> past Mania with Roman, especially with the two titles. If you thought people were mad last year. <laughs> Just wait. Uh, Cameron says, I can see Drew beating Seth, then maybe Sammy versus Drew at Mania for the title. So potentially Drew winning at, um, at Thing, at Saudi, Crown Jewel. Sorry, so it's Drew versus Seth at uh, Crown Jewel. Drew versus Seth. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't really think they should put it on Drew at this point. I'd say Seth is a way hotter character right now. I think they've been doing a great job with Drew at the moment. The with heel this. Drew? Yeah, but like... A logical heel, like him being, man, I, I was the champ, like his promo, I thought him and Seth's promo this week, really good. Drew basically being, look, I was the champion and held down the fort in front of no one. And yeah, I'm, I'm bitter that I didn't get my moment at Clash of the Castle. When all of you have got over being screwed by Roman, I haven't. I want, like he said something like, I want the, the fans sing your song. I've never got that opportunity. And, I think he's because he changed his song from Broken <laughs> Dreams. If you kept the good theme, yeah. What do you expect them to? Do? Da, 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 yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> would be quite fun. Um, like but yeah, I, I've really liked 
kind of the character that work they've been doing with with him. And again, just seems more logical. I think we said this last week where these aren't characters that as soon as they turn good, they're a different character. Like everything, it's more, feels more like a drama where things that happened years ago have ramifications today. And I, I think it's way better storytelling, way yeah. more compelling for me. Yeah, yeah. I like the the little subtle s- stories in, in WWE with, with that kind of stuff. I, I like it. Because Vince's thing was always, oh, people will never remember. Yeah. And people do. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And, and, and there's like, there's logic to that too. Like, hey, maybe someone didn't watch that. So this is the, they don't know mm. that, but it's easy for the commentator to be like, hey, or like you said in Drew's promo to be like, actually, do you remember when this happened? And, and I, I do like the, you've got a commentary team for a reason, right? Yeah. To fill in those gaps. Continuity, like, yeah. matters definitely for sure. I'm not too hot on, on Drew McIntyre. He's never really been one of my like all-time favorites, but I'm sure him and Seth could have a really good match, but I see Seth retaining and yeah, maybe Rumble is the Sammy match, which could be, like, good. that's actually like, you know, two NXT golden boys, but yeah. like kind of missed each Different other. There. I'm sure they fought before WWE, but, but it would be interesting both in this iteration of their character. Yeah. Well. And it's still Sammy in a way, like chasing Seth for yeah. that. But yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested to see if Sammy can re- like retain the popularity that he kind of had in the last yeah. year or so, because they've kind of stripped everything away from him now. They had the bloodline; it's gone. They had mm. Kevin; he's gone. So really, you still got Jay like around there. Yeah, but, uh, you're like I think this seemed to be focusing. Like I said, it was like a mission statement beginning of Raw. Like right. I'm solo Sammy, and I'm going for. Yeah, I don't want him hanging out with anyone. No, I want too. him to just be like on his own. And I think he, he, if if given the ball, like definitely, like we've we've we know he's one of the best in ring performers, but. His character is what definitely like stepped up in the last year, like to huge proportions. So maybe they could give him the title run, but I don't know. We'll see. We had some pretty good matches on Raw this week as well. Uh, did you catch any of them this no, week? No, I did not watch Raw. No. There was, uh, yeah, like actually really stepped it up in ring. You had a, the last, uh, sorry, the full scout anywhere match with Nakamura and Ricochet. And I think Nakamura is someone we both said like for, years just resting on his laurels but i i think it's had some good tv matches recently and this match with ricochet with that spectacular that's a cool spot uh shooting star yeah. off the off the balcony was really good i watched the the last two seth nakamura matches and i didn't really it's still not not really clicking for me uh, but i've i've definitely like the rub of what i've seen from him in the past years is like the stink i mean is like all right i don't really i'm not interested in you anymore i, I think it being on TV made it better for me, if that makes sense. Sure. Like, I don't really like the the last man standing matches or whatever. And yeah. the Seth matches didn't really do a whole lot. But I think having like a, a match like this on TV was pretty cool. To Smart see. idea. And yeah. Ricochet really like trying to like his promo just still isn't there for me. But I'm, I think he's starting to. It's clear Triple H is putting something behind him to try and make him a bit more of a player there. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be the, oh, WWE's copying AEW, but ever since AEW's been doing the, like, arena anarchy stadium mm. things, clearly WWE's like, fuck, why aren't we doing that? So there's way more, like, integration of spots being placed in other things. I'm thinking back to the Sammy and Kevin, like, hockey jersey spot yeah. in that match. Like, th- for years, WWE would be like, okay, we're going to fight right by the bell keeper they're always going to break that damn barricade yeah. wrestlers kayfabe wise must be so stupid that they always lean against that one thing <laughs> that happens to break over but 
that like other area that they always clear, they always fight there. Yeah. Like even in the video games, you could fight in that one area. But now it's like, hey, why don't we like go over there? And they used to do that a lot. They used to in Attitude Era, but like like And this, I think just from like highlight reel point of view, they've been yeah. getting better. Like just that clip of Ricochet, that's yeah. that should be played. Cause I, loads, yeah, because you know? I, like, I think of AEW and I think of all the like crazy spots they shoot, like what in the Anarchy Stadium matches or whatever. They instantly take those and like the next week it's on their intro to the mm. show or the commercials for their shows. And WWE right away is back to doing that again, where it's like, hey, look, Rod, look at this spot of Ricochet shooting star off like the crowd. And it's like, I, I like that a bit more. I feel like it's been used a lot more in WWE. It must be a Triple H. And it, in a way, I prefer to have those kind of things on TV rather than, and then have like just really good wrestling matches on your, your pay-per-views. Whereas I, I felt that, I felt they burnt so many big stuff, like just, you know, falling off a cage or whatever, and you forget about it instantly. Yeah. But I think you do it on a Raw and you get such a bigger audience seeing it. And sometimes like we've had both Raw and SmackDown on at the bar at work. And you do notice people talk. You hear a lot of, oh, what is this fake shit? Right. And then you hear, oh, that's John Cena on the screen. Holy shit. Who's that guy? He's climbing a, a balcony. Oh, whoa, what was that? Yeah. You know, whereas I think as wrestling, like wrestling fans watching like just the PLEs, it's, ah, eh, it's another big stunt and you forget about it. Yeah. But yeah. You should do it more on TV, I think. Yeah. They did it in The Last Man Standing with Seth and Nakamura where mm. he fell on the mattress. Yeah. <laughs> Which no one seemed to be talking about, but. And then, uh, Gunther versus Bronson Reed, we mentioned a little bit on Tuesday, but that was, uh, Gunther just like, I mean, Osprey's tied up, like, wrestler of the year this year, but I think Gunther, if you had, like, a best TV wrestler of the year category sure. or something like that, he's been just putting on absolute killer matches. Yeah, he's been nice. And Bronson Reed really stepped up here as well. Yeah, he's someone who can be definite hit, hit or miss. I didn't watch the match, but I definitely saw the powerbomb spot that was that was massive. I mean, this guy deadlifted that dude. It, it, he's a big boy. So Gunther, Gunther has, is still IC champion. And it's like, what do you do to now let him... How do we get rid of that in a good way to then elevate him to, what, like the next step? I would imagine Seth Gunther is something we get in the next few months, whether it be WrestleMania, like we said, yeah. punk aside, because that is a match you want to see. Seth Gunther, Cody Gunther. Like as soon as Gunther is world, a world champion, and even though he's making the IC feel like it is, which is great, but Gunther and his boys like running shit is definitely something I'll be tuning in to watch because he's, he's great. Like the, the way he's been brought into WWE and just got jacked, changed the, like didn't change the way he wrestles, but changed like, the way he, we were all worried about the aura of him going away. And I think that, that has not, and it's gotten even bigger. It, it's interesting as well, because sometimes this style doesn't necessarily translate, but talking to people I know who are just, you know, WWE fans, just watch it. They love this guy yeah, as yeah. well. And it's, it's all in presentation as well, I think. Um, and I, yeah, I just think they've done such a great job with him. And I like that they're still protecting Bronson's uh, tsunami. Like oh, he right. didn't get a hit it in this yeah, match. Yeah. So um yeah, we talked about the Seth Drew segment. Uh they also set up the women's match for Crown Jewel, uh, which is gonna be what, Rhea, Naya, Raquel, Zoe, and someone else. Yeah. Fatal Five Way. So right. all the big women. Um yeah. Uh but then we finished the show with uh new tag champs, Judgment Day coming out on top, beating Cody and Jay and ending their Two-week reign as champion. 
Can you feel him, sir? Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two weeks? Damn. Uh, I think this is this was kind of fun, though. Like, giving them that run. They got the iconic uh, moment where they're lit. The press conference. <laughs> yeah. And then they drop him again to Judgment Day. I think it it's, it's a bit of a fun little, like, TV storyline that... Judgment Day having the titles again, good good heels to hate on until mm. another team comes around and finally knocks them off. So, yeah, yeah, I, I feel like we could have maybe gone a little bit longer. Me too. Uh, especially, I don't necessarily see a a big singles feud for Cody right now. Hmm. I think we know when we're getting into like the road to WrestleMania, he's going to be having singles. But What's his Saudi match? I don't know if there is one. Yet, yeah, exactly. Yeah, then that's that's where I feel like. Um, yeah, you could have kept it on them a little longer, especially going into Survivor Series. I assume we're going to have these guys on a team potentially as well. Right. War games. Um, but what do you see next for like Judgment Day? Who do you think the next challenges for this are? DIY. I mean, they've they're feuding with um, Imperium right now. Yeah, and they're heels too. So I'm not sure. They got what the there's no like hot babyface teams. I guess really. Yeah. Right. And you're not even like I thought as well. Having Cody and uh, Cody and Jay, you maybe go to like Jimmy and Solo challenging at one point. So I don't. It, it feels a little soon, but um, yeah, they're they're not on the on the card right now. Bring in GYV. GYV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess you've got yeah. I can only think of heel teams at the moment. Viking Raiders. You've got Street Profits. You've got yeah. They're on. They're on the other show. Yeah, and they're bad guys. Well, they. Tag champs go across. Oh, right. Of course. I forgot. How could I forget the rules of they, 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 draft? They're unified. <laughs> they're both champs. They're Raw and SmackDown. Yes. Uh, well, on SmackDown, uh, we, we kind of forgot to mention last week about the Logan Paul uh, versus Dickhead yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it briefly on, on, on Tuesday. But, I mean, it's kind of funny that uh, Logan Paul wins this boxing fight. And funny is the right word because that other dude is was fucking atrocious yeah. uh twitter fingers um who's now calling for the mma fight and right. logan paul's like i'm good man. i'm good thanks um so logan paul wins this boxing fight and then goes but this is just a hobby the real the real thing i want is Rey mysterio i want your Unis- united states championship and it's like wait what and you said someone at work thought that it was like he was challenging Rey mysterio to a boxing match yeah. <laughs> it's which Hold on, let him cook because that could be amazing. <laughs> Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul in a boxing match. That's that probably should be the the crown jewel match, but alas, it's just a singles match. <laughs> yeah, I you know I'm like Logan Paul's completely won me over. Me too. I, I think yeah. his uh, his promos have been great. I quite like his drink. You like Prime? I yeah. like Prime, um, and his wrestling has been hitting. And I think. Um, I know people really like hate this influencer shit, but it's just modern day business, right? How you promote yourself and things. And I think he promotes himself really well. And, you know, doing that, that boxing fight, which, uh, so many people are like, I hate this shit, but they watch it anyway. And promoting WWE in the same kind of breath as well. Uh, I think it's really good. And it, it, I think against someone like Rey Mysterio, who everyone knows who he is. Uh, I think it's a really smart move uh, to do. Yeah. So he calls out Rey Mysterio on this like boxing fight while he's still in the ring. While Jake Paul is still 
wiping his nose. You could see Logan Paul cutting a promo and everyone's like, wait, what is going on? Is this real? Is this what is like? So great promotion, honestly, like a fantastic promotion. And you could tell he, he's got WWE support behind him that they're going to start pushing him. I imagine they were showing highlights from the highlights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Highlights. Uh, I feel like they're really high on him and I think it goes hand in hand. Like they make him a big, even bigger famous star and he actually, brings people to wwe as well like I, again i'm not familiar with like his youtube sensation no. stuff could he's not he wasn't a celebrity to me when he came in but when he came in and watching him cut promos i'm like hey maybe you were kind of born to do this and then watching him wrestle we were at SummerSlam. that match with Rick, Rick, ricochet was great he beat ricochet yeah. so i mean he he sounds pretty positive in the clips from his podcast and interviews and stuff that he likes this stuff he gets mm-hmm. paid a lot by triple h and he's you know, gets like to creative, he gets to pull out a prime and drink it in his promo. Like the dude's kind of living what we all wish we were doing, becoming a wrestler just because you were kind of famous. And I think he's taking it pretty seriously. And look, he's in, in he's in the, sh- the shape of wrestlers. Uh, he, he's he, so tall. I forget how tall he is. And obviously yeah, yeah. Rey Mysterio isn't, isn't the tallest guy in the world. Oh my God. So looking at them next to each other was yeah. crazy. Was so like, uh, smack like the big show next to this guy. <laughs> Smackdown. He comes out and he's like, he's, he, it's weird. Cause he's basically saying like, Hey, the guy I beat is like this troll and yada, yada, yada. But then he's also playing a heel in WWE still. Yeah. So it's kind of like mixing a little bit of the weird thing, but then calls out Rey Mysterio who comes down to the ring with the U S title. Dressed as Batman Louis Vuitton. Yeah. <laughs> Had the little, little ears. Anyone who's like, ah, oh, I don't know what to be for Halloween. Guys, it's right there. Batman Louis V. Rey Mysterio with the chains on, the watch on. A friend on. might need to rethink his costume. Yeah, this one's, <laughs> this one's great. You just need a Batman. You just need the, you know, the Batman mask. Yeah. What's that? $20? Rey Mysterio, Batman mask, you know, maybe $100. Louis V sweater, yeah, you know, a couple thousand, I'm sure, <laughs> something like that. And there you go. Or just get a black sweater and just write Louis V on it. But yeah. yeah, wow. Rey Mysterio with the, the Batman Louis V drip was <laughs> not something I thought I was going to see on Friday Night SmackDown. But I like the promo battle between Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio. And I think Logan Paul takes the title from him. I think he should. Yeah, I, it makes a whole lot of sense. He can go on his podcast and have this around and promote it. Yeah. And... uh I think whoever, uh, like, it builds up big matches for your for your PLEs, Logan yeah. Paul defending this against whoever. Um, do you, I see Dom getting involved as well. I think Logan said something about how he'd want to team with Dominic Mysterio to be yeah. the most hated tag team ever or whatever. Right, but right. I, I see him getting Dom involved somehow. I, I'd already say he's a better wrestler than Dom. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like... Yeah, that's a dream team of, of haters. Does Logan Paul do a 619? Yeah, I mean, he does the buckshot. What else does he do? What's his finish? I can't even remember. He's a done splash. a frog splash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I see him doing a 619 in this. Oh, yeah, right. On Ray Mysterio. On Ray, yeah. yeah, sure. So you're thinking maybe Dom helps him win. Maybe, or just like, I mean, we don't have that long until Crown Jewel, but maybe just a segment. I mean, Judgment Day, you know, they're letting new members in left and right. Maybe, just not JD McDonough. Maybe. <laughs> We bring in we bring in Logan Paul to help roll out his new grape flavored prime <laughs> in conjunction with the Judgment Day because they fucking nice. love purple. Yeah, they they do like purple. Don't there you they? go. Yeah, there you go. There's there's a bunch of new flavors over here now. Oh, like really? a regular price, not the what flavors? flavors. There's like this black and green flavor. 
They're all just colors. I don't know what they are. What would like lime? No, like green apple. Like it's I don't know crazy, 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 flavor. crazy. Flavor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also had on SmackDown Io Shirai. Sorry, Io Sky. That's right. Still champion still of the sky. Her. Yeah, um, defending her women's championship against Charlotte Flair and retaining by controversial means. Yeah, a spade a spade here is why are they booking her like she's the bad guy and having everything this go this way when the crowd reactions are cheering for her and booing Charlotte. It's just so bizarre. And it's not like this is this week only. No. I'm going back to her hometown of San Juan where it's like, <laughs> wait a second. They, they, people like her. Let's let's go with that. And I'm like broken record here. Do the Batista thing and maybe get to it a bit sooner than later now. Yeah, it, it's it's a weird one because I think when... I, I don't mind her winning with Bailey cheating for her and EO maybe not being not quite knowing. aware. Right. But this was her just holding the title as yeah. Charlotte's going for the, the spear, yeah. right? And knocking her out. I just thought Charlotte hit the spear because that's what it usually looks like. And I was like, oh, she yeah. has a title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, You won't see Charlotte ever wearing best spear in the business shirt. No. Um, and just Charlotte has, for me, like... I, I like her. She's had some great matches. I find she's just unlikable. Yeah, she'd there, be a there's, deal. there's an aura about her that is just unlikable. And when you're, you know, you're looking at a the height difference to start with, the kind of, like, arrogance in Charlotte's poise, the fact she's held this championship a million fucking times. Yeah. It's like, how can... Why would I cheer for you against the, like... High flying, high flying, smaller, fast action, like yeah. newer to us, like character. It it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I I agree. I I assume we're getting Bailey Eo eventually, but yeah. Um, and then Bianca returning. Who I'm I'm a huge Bianca fan, but laying out Eo, it's like you're not you're not baby facing yourself to me yeah. at least. And I maybe a lot of other fans watching are are like following the narrative they're telling, but it, it just, it does feel a bit weird. It's a bit backwards for sure. I was head scratching at Bianca taking her out, but they're booking EO as the heel, but she's the heel that people like, which I guess is, that's wrestling. But it's like when it's right there to just be like, Hey, you're, you're the baby face. You're the champion who beats everyone. And just, it's, I'm assuming Bailey is what mania. Are we going to go all the way that way? I, I think there's a bigger match than that. I'm sorry. It's not hitting as well as I, yeah, I agree as I like, like I, I think she'd just be a better, I guess she needs like, like the mouthpiece of having her in Dakota, but EO versus B- Bianca would be a way bigger, like mania. Match, I think right? maybe they might, they might not be pulling the trigger f- to do stuff until maybe Dakota's fully healthy as well. So they can do some stuff. The three of them again before the split. I don't know. I, yeah. I kind of agree. Mania does seem far to to take this to with Bailey and Io, but um, it looks like Bianca's the next challenger. I wonder if that's as soon as Crown Jewel. Yeah, I'm, I wonder if we go to Io Bianca at, right away at this match. Which, and they had a good match last time as well. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely want to see it again. I'm just like, I, I feel like this Io run is a bit weird considering that they're making her I mean she won it with the the briefcase which is a kind of a heel way but it's just like the reactions are right there it's like you would imagine that you you call an audible and change yeah. the this the the story of what's happening or move it along faster that maybe Bailey versus EO at Survivor Series and Charlotte just isn't hitting at the moment no she just doesn't slow look, motion Charlotte for me yeah exactly and just like her moves just don't like her big boot she's always a mile away from her the, 
As you I don't said, think she's her, ever hit that big. Her note. spear has isn't looking like just yeah. things are looking a bit clunky for her, and yeah. which is weird because I'm probably going to put Charlotte Rhea Ripley in the short list of match of the year. Wow, come the end of the year, you know, I think it was a really great match at Mania, but just not hitting since she's come back. Um, some other stuff on SmackDown. It seems like they're setting up the Solo Sokoa John Cena. Uh, match uh, for Crown Jewel, I'd imagine. Yeah, that's that's clearly Cena's. Uh, I mean, the actor strike is still going, so Cena's going to be around for a bit. Yeah, I love his honesty, though. I'm back for how long? Uh, not very. Oh, there's still. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> as soon as that shit's it's, over, I think it's just tempering expectations with that. Like Triple H was like, "Hey, just take it when you get it, because yeah. you're not going to get much Cena." anymore like yeah. he's definitely wound down his career like yeah enjoy it as it happens um but do you solo's only lost the one match right yeah one solo sorry he's gotta lose again cody you see him losing it beating cena. have him beat cena who who yeah and he... bringing up that cena loses a lot at the moment as well so cena wins yeah maybe <laughs> but cena could be around for survivor series hey this is continuing cena versus umaga Years and years and years ago was a fucking banger. So, so take this to the Rumble. Wasn't that a Rumble? It was match? a Rumble last man standing match. Shall we do it again with these two? That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, and then I just noticed randomly, I think this has been for a couple of weeks, but the new team of Cameron Grimes and Dragon Lee. Okay. What like, would their tag team name be? I don't know. Fly me to the moon? Dragon moon. <laughs> Dragon moon? <laughs> fly, yeah, yeah. Fly me to the moon, drag. Does he still use that? I think so. No, I think someone else took it. To the moon? Someone else said it recently. I think it might have been LA No, I think, like, he, I think he has a new t-shirt out that says Cameron Grimes to the moon. So. He's got a t-shirt out? Wow. Yeah. He looks jacked, though. Yeah. Good for him. You know what? He's someone that they're, they're, they could, there could be something else there. We've I'm seen hung- the... The funny side of him. Again, like now Triple H is in control. Exactly, like, yeah. As you said, even just as an on-screen character, even if they're not like pushing yeah. him as maybe a serious wrestler, he's he's great. Like we loved that Cameron Grimes character in NXT and yeah. had some some feuds that we were like, I, I think back to all the Ted DiBiase, LA Knight thing. I was like, I shouldn't be enjoying this, but they're all doing it really well. Yeah, I, I think the wrestling can speak for itself, but... The character that he's kind of done in the past little while is like, if that reaches out on TV, I think it could really. Work. And I think the thing is, he hasn't had a character on main roster. Yes, but he's teaming with Dragon Lee, who, yeah, they've just kind of okay. had his little one-off match on Raw, and all right, you pass the audition, you're main roster now, and so, you're tagging with Grimes. <laughs> yeah, bit of a weird pairing, but uh, cool to see. Dragon Moon. Uh, anything else from WWE this week? Uh, when it comes to WWE, yeah, I'm, I'm. Like I'm intrigued by some of the stuff that's I'd say SmackDown more than than Raw, but there wasn't really like too much wrestling to really write home about. But I am interested in some of the stuff coming forward, like looking ahead to some of the matches on Crown Jewel and some of the matches uh, Survivor Series. They're doing a good job of teasing like the like what Judgment Day mm-hmm. Bloodline kinda. There's the Usos kind of flopping around and stuff. I I wonder if we get a War Games match and or. The Survivor Series. I'd, I'd like to get, you know, maybe a like a lower mid card traditional Survivor Series match. Sure. Uh, and then the the one uh, the one War Games. Okay. Like um, I think Cameron in the chat suggested Team Jimmy versus Team J, maybe, and that's how you can do your Bloodline 
slash Judgment Day against oh, your, right. your Jay's friends. Kind yeah, of I, that honestly makes sense, but it's not that exciting. Mm. I have, I, I do think you say the wrestling hasn't been there. I do think Raw's really stepped up the wrestling, and it feels like you know back that kind of SmackDown Six era, like SmackDown was the wrestling show. Kind of feels a bit the other way around now, where SmackDown is more story based, and Raw, I guess, with the extra hour has time to give longer matches. Longer matches. Because, yeah. I mean, this week you had, like, the the tag team main event. You had uh, Gunther, Bronson Reed. You had uh, Ricochet Nakamura and Ludwig Kaiser, Johnny Gargano. It was, like, pretty wrestling-heavy show, and I definitely uh, liked it better for that. Uh, one last thing involving WWE is something that could potentially become one of the biggest feuds of 2023 Grayson Waller versus the Swifties. Oh. Have you seen this? It was only a matter of time before a heel wrestler decided to attack Taylor Swift for reasons I'm not sure. And Grayson Waller is pretty pretty ahead of the curve when it comes to heel work in the world mm. of wrestling and social media. Uh, he put out a, uh, a tweet the other day that definitely rattled Taylor Swift fans, or Swifties as, we're call- as they're called, I quote, I'm not the type of guy who'd settle for a six, but to each their own. <laughs> Referring to Travis Kelsey. Right. <laughs> Which then a lot of Swifties came online to the defense. Who even is this guy? Who is this I was guy? Say, he's still alive? Like, <laughs> what happened to Grace Wallet? No, just like Swifties. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, like, very bold move. And we're going to see if it pays off for mm. Grace Waller. Because you come at the Swifties, I feel like... That's that could be career suicide, as you said. He might die. So a lot of people are are coming after uh, Grayson Waller, but I kind of love it. Also, finally, I don't know how we missed this. Cameron in the chat coming up with Dragon Lee, Cameron Grimes' team name. Call them Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee. That yeah, maybe they're related. <laughs> maybe it's his <laughs> brother why. under the mask. Yeah, I we've forgot. Never seen yeah, him under the mask. Trevor Lee. There's a lot of Lees in wrestling. There are Dragon Lee, Wesley, Keith Lee. <laughs> They're all stable. Yeah, the Lees. <laughs> all right, well, let's move on to AEW. I think the biggest news coming out this week was Sting saying the one thing that's for sure is my retirement will be for sure. Uh, uh, at Revolution. Revolution 2024. So this is like February. February. Yeah. So we only have a few more months of Sting? Yeah. Wow. Um, I've been loving this Sting AEW run. Oh, for sure. Um, I think the, what, that uh, dynamite we saw in Hamilton. Yeah, where he died. Crazy dive off the ladder. But after the show gave quite a semi sort of retirement speech to us there, wasn't it? I don't know how many times I can do this anymore. Yeah, like it's, uh, yeah, like I got a bit emotional watching this. And honestly, I think they should build this up, up as the main event of Revolution. Uh, I think this should go on last. I think it's it's huge. Sting's retirement, um, whether it be tagging with Derby one last time or the singles again uh, against Derby. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it, it'd be interesting to what would be the match that he goes out on because he really hasn't done the singles stuff here. It's been tag, but he's been he's been amazing. But you kind of wonder, hey, what if you fought Derby in like one more match, which definitely crossed my mind. I feel like you do like bells and whistles, just a load of hardcore stuff as well. Yeah. You can, you know, have some 
funny run-ins from people from Sting's past, maybe or something. I, I think I think you could do the singles match. Yeah, uh, Sting and Darby one on one to end Sting's career, and the big spot in the match is Sting pulls out a tattoo remover gun and <laughs> wipes that fucking thing off his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll talk about in a second. But Sting retiring. Yeah, we have a bunch of months left. Do the crazy tag matches. Let him jump off a few more ladders. Let him wear the Joker face paint once in a while. Let him do whatever the hell we he wants. We need to stinglet once more. Stinglet? You're in shape, Sting. Like, yeah. take that tee off. That'll be know? in the match. He'll pull it off. He'll be jacked. Yeah. Like he- uh, You know what, though? I think with AEW's kind of live event ticket sales not being good, I think this is smart. You announce pretty much, what, like uh, four months worth of TV. Like, hey, we're coming to... But fuck nowhere, Virginia yeah. next month. Come and see Sting. It's Sting's last time there. Sting's last appearance here. I think Until it, he goes to the Fed. <laughs> but I think uh I think it's a, a good way of shifting tickets if you know like say they I mean we'll probably go if they go to Buffalo or whatever, but I think if we knew, ah, oh, might be the last time we get to see Sting. Like it would it would certainly make me go a little bit further to see him. And we, I, I yeah. think maybe even if you're not particularly an AEW fan, and if you promote it heavily, which is something I don't think they do well enough, and I think they used to, is promoting in the local areas, like way ahead of advance, in advance. Yeah. Have Sting doing interviews, like radio interviews in these different towns, and just promote this retirement tour as a big deal. I think it could really help with their ticket sales. I, I think so too. He's obviously a, a, like a legendary wrestler. A lot of people know him and he has have, had a great run as this character in AEW. So letting him do this, what he's been doing for a few more months and then cap it off with like this big kind of sting abrasion, like why not? And there's definitely like, what other matches would you quickly do like tag matches meaning or like multi-man matches because he's not going to do a bunch of singles matches well, but... he needs to do something with edge i guess like yeah you know. a team with edge at least right yeah. like team on the side of edge um there's uh has he done stuff with ftr like i feel he has he has, he's definitely yeah he's fought ftr we saw them fight sting in derby i think yeah. at grand slam um yeah, there's a few there's a few things you could do multi man matches and just kind of do what he's been doing. But he's had some great moments in in AW. Like thinking back, he's got a he's got to have a stare down with uh, Orange Cassidy one more time. Um, I think back to that his debut. Yeah, where Cody's in the ring and he's like Cody. Cody's like yeah yeah you, you and me yeah yeah man. Me and your dad we went <laughs> way back. Anyway, hey Darby, how's it going? Yeah yeah. All right. I'm going to WWE. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cody and it was you kind know of teased. Cody wanted that. Yeah, they teased yeah. the Cody Sting thing, and it's a shame we never really got that. That's why he's going back. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to the Fed. No, it's you heard in his voice. Finish this he story. He's not happy. He he won't go back to WWE. Never say never. He sounded pretty like he's still like kind of bitter about. He has, what yeah. There. He has kind of like they definitely they didn't tarnish his legacy or anything, but no, they had him job in the daytime to Triple H and the Terminators. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Underrated match though. I I really enjoy that match. To be honest, I that, that's really when fun. everyone just turned off this podcast. <laughs> we do that it match is fun. The match is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. But but I I love I love Sting and I'm, I've been loving this run. So definitely interested to see what they do. I'm do you sure. think we're gonna get to see Sting? You and I one more time. 
Yes, possibly. I mean, they're probably coming here before February. They're probably announcing some things so. nearby. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't announced any like Buffalo. Or a a buddy of mine is there. going to Dynamite on Wednesday, and he has offered to take me, but it's in Philly, and I'm like, yeah. I don't really want to. He's driving there. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, uh. Then they announced Okada, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm not gonna go, but uh, pretty interesting. Maybe we get that match. Sting and Okada. Sting versus Okada. Why not? Are we getting, I think, as much as some people might not like it, I think, like, just one more time on screen, Ric Flair and Sting? Oh, I, I think possibly involved. Well, he's still... Rick's never been on AEW TV, has he? No, but I think he's... They kind of brought him back into the WWE fold, didn't they? Legends well, deal, Legends and, deal stuff. and stuff. I don't know. Uh, so Sting's going back. I, I could see definitely some... <laughs> videos like yeah. being sent yeah. in and yeah, I think yeah. it's something where you might get like Cody. WWE allowing some people to send in a video yeah because uh, we had that vice versa didn't we I think we had like Danielson and Jericho sent in something for who was that for yeah was yeah. it yeah, there was something last year that they were they sent something in. I would like some cool. Yeah, I would like some callback to some people from Sting's past if 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 it's doable. Uh, I love when he brought up Hogan. And it was like, boo. And he's like, yeah, I know he kind of sucks. But no, I got to give him credit where it's due. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking shithead. It's like, yeah, but I made a lot of money with him. So, Uh, Well, other stuff on uh, Dynamite this week. I thought we had a bit of a a killer match with uh, Kenny Omega and Kyle Fletcher. I mean, yeah, Kenny's my guy. This match was great. Kyle's definitely stepped up. Poor Mark Davis with the injury with the snap wrist, yeah. but you know, making the best out of some talent here. And Kyle Fletcher is young talent that wants to 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 scrap, and I, you can kind of see it. Being, he's put being put in these opportunities. I love Don Callis the whole match, like hyping him up, and then the second the match is over, he's like, "Ah, I knew this guy was shit. This yeah, guy it's sucked." Trash. <laughs> uh, actually, a really great match on Dynamite. Uh, Kenny Omega Fletch is really good, actually. Isn't he, he is. Yeah, he's really good. He's actually taller than he kind of uh, oh, comes very, across. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I mean, like, how can you have a bad match with Kenny? And I, I think Kenny and him, I think he brought it to, to Kenny. He definitely got on his level with some of the stuff. And it's, it, it's weird that Kenny's the not always the singles match guy. He's the like spectacle. Guy. Yeah, it's weird. So. It's also interesting because Kenny, anywhere he goes, he gets reactions and pretty big reactions, yet he's always in these, like for the past year, he's like being put in these things. And I think back to when he was the heel champion with the title runs mm-hmm. of all the titles, there was people like, ah, oh, I don't like this like character. I want to see more of that. And then we got more of him with the tag stuff. And then we we're like, no, 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 no go back. But to- I think even then it was the heel work, like kind of took away from, from the wrestling ring yeah. wrestling. And yeah. I think right now when, now he's positioned in that babyface role. It's like, I don't want to see you fucking around with the young bucks. Yeah. I just want to see you yeah. do this. I want to see you. And even if it's, even people. if it doesn't mean we get to see you wrestle regularly, I'd rather you built up for a singles match once a month than give me yeah. like a month full of trios or whatever. He's, like he's, you, you watch this guy and like, you have people, you take your friends to a show and they're like somewhat watching. And then you watch a Kenny match like, like this one. You're like, you get sucked into it. You're like, this guy is insane. He's just incredible. And you know what? Kyle definitely brought it to, like I said, brought to his level. And I'm sure he'll have a, a great career here in AEW, but I, I want them to promote that, like 
why don't you go, hey, in two weeks when we do come to your town, we're not selling great tickets right now. So promote this. Like, mm. I don't understand. They're usually pretty good at promoting like, hey, on Dynamite this week. But like, why not go a little bit ahead of that? Because your issues and everyone's clowning them for the ticket sales and stuff. Like, mind you, like back in the day, wrestling used to give tickets away for free mm. all the time. But like you could be promoting things a bit more and it will go like a long, long way. So I don't know what the connect, the it, disconnect is. Yeah. And it's like some of these houses aren't bad, but it's the thing is you move it all around. So yeah. it looks great on TV. Yeah. But yeah. then everyone's sending the pictures of uh, the hard cam just looks. I've been going to fucking wrestling shows for like 20 fucking plus years. You know how many WWE shows did that? Like, yeah. come on. Top like, it off. Yeah. Man. Like I've been to so many where they've been like, Hey, actually we're moving you to the floor here. I'm like, Oh, sick. I, Bought this ticket for twenty dollars. Yeah. Like you know, me Raws and SmackDowns. Yeah. Like I know right now it's because they're competition. Every but like, theater does that. Like, yeah, I was a member of theater club. Where I get West End tickets all the time. Just yeah. Or like I knew the trick where I'd look at a seat map and yeah. go, yeah. Oh, this isn't very busy. I'm gonna build buy a ten dollar ticket in the top balcony. They're not gonna hire four ushers, bartender, exactly. security for the top floor. They'll be like, Hey, do you want these $100 tickets instead? It happened when I went to uh, Broadway to yeah. see Beetlejuice. Yeah. I, I got these tickets seeing like, okay, no one bought up all these. I bet you they'll push us forward. This is exactly what happened. It's happens. nothing new. And so, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm like, I can still be critical oh, of them because still, the thing is they were selling more. They were selling a lot whatever, more. Like, yeah. Then. And it's like, Hey, maybe if you just did like pr- better job of like promoting things, you would get people interested again. And of course people are like, Oh, it's just cause they're, they're not doing stories and stuff like that. I think, I think they are, but it takes a lot for someone to spend some money and, and show up to your, your shows. And they kind of need to realize that and promote things just a bit differently. I, I don't, I, I myself, I, I couldn't think, I can't think of different ideas that they can, but that's why you pay people to do that and mm. promotions and do promo in the towns you go to do promo before you go like WWE going to that again. WWE has a fucking house show here. They used to do promos over the phone for like rage TV shows. All they, these, like, like WWE would so often like your, they'll come to Toronto and they'll announce the next date here yeah. at that show. Always buy tickets now from every the box show office, they do or tomorrow it's available from yeah. the box office or something like that. So you, that was fun. Let's get it. Let's secure it for the next time. Yeah. Um, things they, like that help for sure. They, they definitely rely a bit more like, like they, I don't know. I don't know what they need to do, but I, I do think there's wrestling fans who are willing to go to these things or people who are willing to go. But like, I don't necessarily think going to smaller venues is the better thing because you've already done these big ones. And when you do like pay-per-views, they tend to have a lot of people mm. there, but it's the week by week and going to Chicago and to these places like all the time, maybe – that that's also me going back as just a fan of you're doing too much, man. Cause you can't, you came to Toronto in June. Like I didn't want to go to all these other shows. Cause it's like, there's just so much going on. I can't afford to go to six shows a week mm. and yada, yada, yada. But they definitely need to think about what they're doing with their live events because it's just like 3000 people in a 12,000 seat arena, yeah. which yeah, looks pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, Moving on from Kenny, uh, he had a bit of an interaction with MJF, which we're both watching it and go, wait, have these two ever interacted on TV before? I don't think they have. Well, we might get that. And that was a match that I didn't think I wanted until they kind of presented it. Uh, 13 days, bitch. Uh, Yeah. Although doing that, you feel like you should have Kenny challenged before 
his reign is up, but yeah. it just feels very soon and we're building Jay White and all that. So so they did this bit on I saw someone put this on Twitter. They did it on BTE, which right. MJF had his I think his first ever appearance on being the elite where he he walked into the dressing room being kind of phony MJF, saying hi to the Bucks and then goes over and does, you know, like thirty days. And then now he's done it on TV with the thirteen days. But it was Kenny's rebuttal that had my interest because he went, Oh yeah? Okay. And now they've announced Kenny Omega has a promo next week on Collision, which some people are assuming he then challenges MJF to a match. So, I don't know. So you do this before Full Gear? I wouldn't, but... No, it it just seems... I love it. Like, I love that he's not the only one as well. Uh, Wardlow, you know, had the... Beef with MJF. The MJF wrist tape on. Samoa Joe's been... I imagine this is probably all building to the Eliminator tournament that we normally get the finals at full gear. Oh, okay. Right? Right. So you could do Kenny versus Joe in the final of the Eliminator wow. tournament okay. or something like Holy. that. Holy. Um, and then maybe set up Winter is Coming, which I think could be a pay-per-view this year in December. Right, okay. there's a rumored December pay-per-view. Cool. Um, but it kind of, you would kind of want to see, you know, if you're going to break a reign, you kind of want that championship match before the reign is broken. Like if you beat Kenny you surpass his rate. So it, yeah. it feels a little weird to do it. Absolutely. After. Yeah. Um, the, the, main, the main takeaway is we want that match. This match yeah. And I, a problem, like not a problem, but I end up going, oh, I'm more interested in that than Jay White match. But <laughs> Yeah. As much as I think the Jay White match actually could be pretty good and surprising yeah. and, and, and stuff. Now they have my attention with, hey, wait, has MJF and Kenny ever really had a match? And now in this, in the evolution of MJF, and where Kenny is at, I think this would be a perfect time to have a match with those yeah, two. Yeah, I'm really, that that really interests Right away me. we went, and whoa. could actually be, you know, if you're squeezing this in at Winter is Coming right yeah. at the end of the year, that could be a match of the year contender. Absolutely. Absolutely. So please book this match. You know, have Don, f- f- you know, screw him out of the title or something. I, I don't know. And then what else do we have? Nick Wayne's mom? Nick Wayne's hot mom? Nick Wayne's mom has got it going on. Uh this might have been one of the worst things AEW have yes. done, and they've done a lot of bad shit at times, <laughs> and I don't think they get given enough stick for it at times. This was horrendous. Yeah, I think it's a good idea having Nick turn heel. Yeah. I don't think it's a good way of what they're doing, how they're doing it now. And yeah, bringing his mom in, who, like, has she done on-screen things before? Because I'm not... I hope not, because <laughs> if she has, boy, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, we, we just we just need to see uh, Christian's tongue down her throat at some point. That's she needs all to this turn go- heel, yeah. get the black lipstick going on. And- I think it would be more interesting if she was just like, actually, Nick, I'm proud of you, and then like makes out with Christian. Yeah, I think that would be a more interesting story. But, but then we was- need someone to feud. Because he's going to feud with Edge, right? Like it's Edge and his team versus Christian and his coalition. But it it was bad. But it was fun. Was it Jr. interviewing them as well? Of course it was. Cowboy had emoji. <laughs> Like, wait, 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 wait. Someone's hot. This kid's hot mom's in the segment. You know what? I got this, TK. Boomer sooner. I keep thinking of, what was it, when Bullet Club Gold beat up Hangman and he's just stood there. (laughs) It's like, I feel that's what JR has been this year. Just saying, because, yeah, Darby attacked him during this, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. JR's just just always just like... like Nick Wayne's getting beat up and he turns to his mom like, so what are you doing after this? That is tooth broken, didn't he? That was that pretty was crazy. Rough. Yeah, poor Nick Wayne really uh, breaking his teeth in this business mm. because that was that was scary. I was like looking at my screen like, wait a second. Did, 
did he just lose a tooth and there's blood on his shirt and everything? Gnarly. Uh, Edge just kind of sit down, kind of explaining why he's come here a bit more. Didn't really get much new. He's like, yeah, I came for Christian. and now Yeah, we kind of already heard it already. So, I, I yeah, I, I'd, say, I'd say he should he should be wrestling. We've got this guy uh, who's been coming into work to do some handiwork. Okay. But uh, he keeps coming in and uh, will, like, come in early, deliberately, to have some beers before he's working. And he's like, oh, they said I can just, it's, like, part of my deal, I can have some beers. But he'll come in on, like, a Tuesday day and be like, hey, is, is the boss in? I need to talk to them about measuring something for a shelf. I'm like, no. Ah, well, I, I might as well have a beer then and he just stays and has a beer you go you could why didn't you you could have called you could have been like hey is the boss in no he just wants the free beer and it's like edge is like oh well i came here for christian and it's like well you could have checked first like you made a really big decision oh i don't know what to do now like you you left probably a lot of money i know it wasn't as much as you wanted but you left you know a fairly good thing going on to come here and like they're like no it's like breaking up with your girlfriend because you think you're going to hook up with someone you yeah. really like. And then I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I you misread the room. I don't want that. And you're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always know where you're landing, I guess. Yeah. But uh, didn't didn't work out for him. So that's why I'd rather him just wrestle. Like every week, just be like, oh, I can't get Christian. Okay, cool. I'll just wrestle. Just do, yeah. Matches against random people. That I had. Intre- that, that's what Danielson's doing right now. Yeah. Danielson's just like, all right, I want to wrestle Andrade. I want to wrestle Swerve. I want to wrestle like all these interesting people i love edge especially on the microphone like I, he's always been one of my favorites and heels but you got to do the baby face run first understandably but him saying i don't even care about that title is like again with these guys coming it's like danielson yeah. you come in and you're like actually i don't i just want to have fun okay well like can you at least act i like want to still <laughs> prove i'm should be you come in i want to win the the tag team championships with christian and i want to win one more world champion championship yeah, to prove just, I haven't won the world title since I've come back from my injury and I want to still establish myself as one of the best in the world. Exactly. Okay, cool. I want to see you in title match. I came here to fight my friend. He's a I champion right now. I just come here and retire with my evil friend. I don't want that <laughs> title though. So, oh, okay. You could have come in and been like, I wanted to, I wanted to come to, to be with my friend. He wants no part of me. He's a bit of a jerk now. But I noticed he's got that gold. And you know what? Now I want that. Mm. So I'm coming after it. Boom. There's your story. Instead, I don't really care about that title. Oh, cool. Neither do I. <laughs> when Danielson's like, AEW's fun. Do you want to be world champion? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm going to watch you fight for an hour in an Ironman match for the title that I now know you're not winning. Not great. Win. Okay, great. Yeah. It was a good match, but you know what I mean. And uh, finally, Juice Robinson winning the uh, Battle Royal yes. for, the, for the Diamond Ring. We'll be facing MJF on Wednesday. This was the Bada Boom, Bada Bing. <laughs> Similar, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, MJF versus Juice on Wednesday for the ring. I fell asleep during this match. Yeah, I woke yeah. up with Juice winning, but it's, I don't know. It's, Juice won? I didn't really think it was going to be Dustin Rhodes, bless him. Yeah, um... I think uh, MJ, uh, maybe he loses the ring. Now he's a baby face. He loses it. Yeah. This is what, the fourth year? And like, Jay White's stolen his title. He can just steal it back. Yeah, true. And be like, eh, you know what? I want this back. I want that ring. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He says uh, on Twitter today, MJF says that he's going to beat the hell out of this uh, honeycomb mascot looking dude, <laughs> which I definitely see the uh, <laughs> resemblance. It, it actually does make more sense for... 
juice to win. Like Jay White can screw him out yeah. of it, and then they've got everything that MJF's it, fighting for. It hypes up their story for yeah. the pay per view. Uh, I know they tease on Collision the devil wearing mask guy. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to Collision. Uh, um, well, actually, speak, oh, sir, yeah, just Dynamite. Uh, Penta and Jay White actually was awesome. Oh, I completely forgot about that. That was yeah, sick, that was dude. Great, man. Penta is one of my favorite wrestlers, full stop. And Jay White has been pretty good in AEW. Like, coming in here, he, he was thrown into some big opportunities. He came in and everyone's like, wow, you made the wrong choice. Why did you come here? You're just Bullet Club. But he's taken that and completely... Yeah. yeah, it's like he's completely made everything he's been given good. Whether he was in some tag team matches with FTR that were awesome, but like now in this feud, I'm wondering what they do is like the reveal of the, the devil mask and his attack and stuff. But I really, I really like that match with Penta. I, I think Penta is just being underused. I, I think Jay White is something where having something like Collision does help because you can have you've got more time to allow a character that's maybe trying to break through to break through on that show. Yeah. And then you can move them over to dynamite or both of them as more prominent. And I think, I think uh collisions definitely helped Jay White and Ricky Starks. They're probably the main two. Yes. If it wasn't for that show, they'd be just fighting on that two hours worth of TV against your Kenny's, your hangman's yeah. your other people. Uh, and I think, yeah, it's been a good thing. Um, the devil, yeah, so we had after the guns match on collision, uh, the, the man in the, in MJF's devil mask appearing on the screen again. I don't care. This thing doesn't make any sense to me. Like who's, who it is? It was the, the heel was laid out, but was fine. Right. He was, he was, and he's fine, in yeah. the guy he's feuding with's mask, but it's not him. So everyone's like, oh, maybe it's Adam Cole. It's like, well, what does that mean? He's injured. That doesn't, but that doesn't matter. If it was MJF laid out, this is so much more interesting because it's who t- is it? One of his, is it the guy he saw as his best friend laying him out? Yeah. But it's okay. Someone took out Jay White for a day. So maybe MJF gets laid out by the devil is the next step. And then when the mask comes off, it's the, the, the bullet club that I, we're all fucking with him. Yeah. I just don't, I don't yeah. really think that I don't feel this has been thought through. This is a they're introducing a mystery, but it's not really a compelling. This isn't who shot Alistair Black who's yeah. on the screen right now. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just it doesn't. It's still there, but once the reveal happens, I can't say it's like a massively dastardly thing this yeah. person's done, and it's against a heel. Whereas the these kind of reveals are normally. To reveal the heel, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like Johnny Gargano I'm turning right bad or whatever. It's yeah. like it's like yeah, and it's well, you took out you took out this dick <laughs> for a week. I'm, I'm wondering if it's just the Bullet Club guys, like that. Dick. His Bullet Club guys, I don't or know. other I, Bullet Club yeah, yeah. guys, or, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It wasn't really for me, um, but uh, we opened Collision with Danielson Andrade, which I thought was. Excellent. Well, I know you're looking forward to that. Was I've, this announced on Wednesday at all? No, they just announced it. Did like, they announce the it when day I was sleeping? Or this was just, yeah, yeah I, they wanted to sell tickets the day before. Yeah, like this is maybe a match you promote a little. <laughs> a few <laughs> weeks ago, a pay-per-view match even. Uh, I do think there was some stuff left in the tank mm-hmm. for these guys. It, they went maybe like 15 minutes and it ended up with a roll-up with yeah. Danielson winning. But I think if given proper time and maybe a story down the line this is a way bigger match but i'm happy that we got it here i think they fought once in wwe if i'm mistaken oh and a smackdown yeah, yeah, yeah. during his 
that was really the only notable thing he did in WWE after NXT was his like SmackDown run with Andrade doing some some good matches. And, right. Yeah, exactly. Like so yeah. as soon as they announced this, I was like, yeah, this is great. And I totally uh, watched this uh, before recording today, and it was really good. Obviously, Andrade is fantastic wrestler. I'm wondering what's happening with him. It kind of sounds like he's just chilling before he goes back to WWE. He's very start-stop in AEW, isn't he? Yeah. Like, he hasn't really had that many meaningful feuds. He's had some good matches. Yeah. Uh, they're positioning him as a, a babyface right now, but he's not really got anything to fight for. Yeah. Um, you you think he's going back to WWE? I think like, so. Like, if his wife is over there and everything, that makes a bit more sense. But I just feel like he's just been kind of chilling here. And he, he, he hasn't had a match that's hit as, like, well, obviously as the Johnny match from mm. NXT. But, like, this one was really good, but it, it wasn't like... He's had some good matches. Like, had the, like the, the Derby matches, the Cody matches. But, as I said, there's never any follow-up. Yeah. He has, like, this, like, four-week stint of a little mini feud yeah. and then vanishes. Cause I would like to see this match again. I, I thought this was really good and he's such a good wrestler, but it's like, what else are, can you do with him? Really? I don't know. Like a heel Andrade against an MJF would be interesting That's to what, me and stuff like that. Yeah. But like watching this, he wasn't even a heel. They did like the respect. Oh no, angle. He's been a baby face since the Malachi black feud. So he? like what? And then later in the show, Roosh and his boys, they got the, their faction. And I'm like, Oh wait, so Andrade is not an LIJ no. anymore. So like, no, wait, what? Them. Yeah. So like, what what's going on? Kind of weird. So and Roosh is just waiting in the wings for. They've been running these vignettes for a little. Yeah, bit. I kind of like them though. He's pretty. Yeah. He's pretty scary. Yeah. I'm kind of. You know what? I'm kind of mad that he's he's not just still with Andrade because the two of them. I guess they're just putting them in a team. But there's three of them in that team, right? Drillistico, Drillistico, and Preston Vance, <laughs> Harry Kane. <laughs> yeah, Harry Kane. Uh, I I feel like uh, there's there could be some good that come out of that. But what do we do with Andrade? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, House of Black are back again. I mean, this was pretty cool. After uh, Danielson and Andrade, he raises his hand. They're kind of having a respect angle. The lights go out, and Malachi Black lays out Danielson, which uh, great reactions to some people in the crowd here were like, oh, this means this. Yes, it means they're probably going to have a match at Full Gear. Does it, though? Or Danielson or and six of his friends versus Dan- Malachi. Is it BCC <laughs> against these guys in a trios? Which is yeah. so they interfered what three times in the yeah. Night? The first one was just him and Danielson. Which call me silly, but I imagine that is the pay per view. So Malachi match, went please. on what like uh, he went live on something the other day and was saying like I don't know why Tony Khan doesn't book me in singles matches. Right, Wesley, he was kind of airing a few grievances there. Yeah, like I hope it's Danielson Black. That would be awesome. Uh, Malachi, Malachi, sorry. No, sorry to cut you off. Um, Like Malachi Black, I think he's awesome, but he has been in this trios thing for a while. I don't know if there was injuries or whatever, but he's done this before where he's like, I'm going to go on Twitch and air my laundry out. Mm. It's like, man, imagine The Undertaker doing that. Yeah. 1999. It's like, you know what? I'm really angry, Vince. uh, I'm on my. Uh, I keep on getting put against these big guys. I just have to move slowly. I just want to, yeah, want to wrestle proper guys. I, 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 I'm a huge fan of Malachi Black, but I, I'm not a fan of when wrestlers do that. I, it definitely blurs the line in the wrong way mm. of of how I view wrestling. Uh, but, but maybe I mean, their boss is Twitter fingers too. Yes, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, kind fuck. of lead by example, and maybe sometimes it's. You want to get noticed, like the brass rail. We've seen, uh, you know, FTR saying things like, 
at the was it the the London show Royal Quest last year was like just want my boss to book us on TV a bit more you right. know things like that and it happens so maybe sometimes it's what have I got to lose I don't know I mean this guy is is could be a, a big star and they've not definitely not positioned him in AEW to be that way ever since he's come in. The House of Black is awesome. Don't get me wrong. They've been putting on some amazing matches in the last year, but I think we need this, some single stuff. I'm hoping this, like, that is the match. I'm hoping please. this is Black versus Danielson. One on one. And, uh, personally, I prefer it to be FTR versus Buddy and, and Brody. So, yeah. Uh, but, like, with BCC involved, I'm worried we're getting trios. Okay. Stuff, which this, is fine for TV to build to the pay-per-view, but... Okay, I'm not the smartest guy, but I watch a lot of wrestling. Mm. Why the hell am I so confused of what's going on? These guys hate these guys, but actually, those guys that they hate are fighting with them. But, you know, those guys are actually feuding with these two, mm. and the, those guys are now feuding with these two... Oh, and then this guy came out to attack him. So then his friends came out. And then Ricky Starks and Big Bill were there. So they got beat up as well, which they're feuding with those guys. And if you didn't know, FTR is still feuding with them. It's like, what the hell is going on? I wonder if this is to do, like, maybe we're doing... Because uh, House of Black, even though they're heels, they're kind of those, like, sort of anti-hero kind of characters, yeah. right? Like, everyone does the ooh-ooh-ooh chance for Brody and stuff like that. Right. So... I wonder if they're kind of aligned with Starks and Bill for now and you get FTR versus uh, Buddy and Brody and House of Black win that to challenge uh, Bill and Starks and then more baby fit. I don't know. It's really late. It's, it's really just, sloppy. I don't, want, I don't want faction warfare. No like more of this, please. No more. Like it's, we get so much of it. Uh, I kind of just want to see BCC... Like, I don't mind them, like, being, you know, their dojo, their faction, but I want to see them doing their own thing. We had Moxie come back. Uh, I imagine Mox and Casty will be going back to at some point. Yes, yes. Um, their interaction was great. But please, Danielson Black in singles. We'll get this match. I, I have a feeling this is the full gear match. Danielson yeah. and, and, and Black, one-on-one, which, yes, should be really, really good and definitely has my interest. But leading up to that, Sure, do some of these multi-mans on TV. Absolutely. Yeah. Do these things. Let these guys feud. House of Black goes over the... Do a, a crazy 10-man. There's so many... Guys, yeah, like... we're not saying we don't want... The, but just like we need to treat some of the matches like pretty special. And Danielson and Malachi one-on-one could be very good. You could have... Yeah, I mean, you could do... Yeah, if you wanted to do a 10-man, you could have Andrade with BCC to take on Bill <laughs> yeah. Starks and... House of Black could yeah. be could be cool. Yeah, got the history with Andrade and Malachi. True, right? Um, yeah. Uh, anything else from Collision? Yes. Um, Danhausen's coming back. Cool. Um, Sky Blue beat someone. Sky Blue beat Haley Jade. Oh, is this Hollywood? About? Okay. The the wrestlers, the documentaries that mm. everyone's been talking about. She was featured in that. Is she the one that had the tryout. Yes, and it looks like maybe it didn't work out. So here she is mm. losing to Sky Blue. But hey, she's being featured on TV. She had, she got somewhat of a reaction as well. So maybe we see a bit more of her. She's definitely a a character that one. But her wrestling's all right. That show, the wrestlers. You have no idea how many people have asked if I've watched it. Yeah, like it's it's obviously like like I believe OVW's like last pay per view they did on Fight did pretty well because of them because of this show. Yeah. 
Uh, so many people have asked me, oh, have you watched the show? I'm like, no, I, c- I watch a lot of wrestling. I might put it on in the background, but I kind of, I know what it is. Yeah. I know what it's about. Oh man, you've got to watch this show. So many people, uh, which is really like good for them. Like it's, sure. it's clearly like hit a chord with some people. And it'll get people interested in, in, in wrestling. I mean, that's, I guess that's what AEW was trying to do with their silly reality show. But like in, in a way it didn't you have need Netflix. It more, yeah. You need it on a, on a proper service and less, less total divas. You need real stuff. The wrestlers less go through some real more of shit, like, what man, is, like, what's the NFL hard knocks. Is it called? Like you want it more that. Stuff, yeah. Like you want to be real. Stuff like talk on. about the dramas of real shit. People yeah. struggling to pay their rent and having kids and becoming wrestlers and all this. Like don't do like, Oh, Tay and I are pregnant and we're going to, are we having a girl or a boy? It's like, no, meanwhile, like punk is choking out motherfuckers yeah. in the background. And we're just not talking about that. Yeah. Let's talk about Sammy Guevara. Why? Yeah. This guy is fighting people. Can we roll over there? Let's have the cameras please. But yeah, uh, I'm happy that that show is, bringing more people into wrestling. I'm, I'm sure that's yeah. getting like more fans, but sky blue is wearing Scooby-Doo inspired. Ah, wrestling yeah. Gear. Big fan of Scooby-Doo. So big sky, fan of sky blue, Scooby blue, Scooby sky blue, sky snacks, <laughs> something like that. Uh, that was cool. I'm trying to think of anything else I watched on collision. Um, uh, what Ruby Soho was saying, she wants uh, a title shot against anyone. Uh, which you'll probably lose. <laughs> Me too. Um, what? Uh, Jericho Appreciation Society without Jericho, they're falling apart. Right. Uh, apparently, like, yeah, like... Apparently. Menard made some jab about Garcia's dancing or whatever. I didn't know these guys were fighting. I don't know what's going on. Hey, did you know there was a Battle of the Belts? Yeah, I did not watch this. <laughs> Who won? I, I assume Orange Cassidy dropped the belt. Did it, yeah, John uh, Silver's John didn't Silver, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hook, Hook is still FDW champion, I'm imagining. Okay, so I assume the- that was on the line. I don't even know. <laughs> Who knows? I, could, I couldn't tell you. But I could tell you that after Orange Cassidy retained the title from John Silver, he cut a promo saying he's tired of these uh, Mox- John Moxley and his BCC gang. So he challenged Daniel Bry- Brian Danielson and Claudio to a tag team match on Dynamite. And he's like, I'm going to bring my friend Okada. Sorry, this is against Danielson as well? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Orange Cassidy and Kazuchika Okada versus Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli on Damn. Wednesday night on Dynamite. Jesus. So, yeah. All right. We going? <laughs> Where's this one? Philly. It's, oh, it's Philly. Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I really liked Eddie Kingston's promo as well. Yes. After the, losing to Jeff Jarrett. In that Memphis... Street fight, right. which was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I loved the line about, uh, please don't, what was it? Please don't bring your beautiful mother, not because I don't want her to see you get beaten up, but I don't want to see her being disappointed in you or something like that. And it was like, it was fantastic. So he's fighting Jay Lethal, I guess? I, I assume it's the, what, final battle. Oh, right. Okay. It's the Yara in november or whatever right ring of honor ring that's of honor. a thing oh yeah i forgot but yeah like eddie's eddie's great like, eddie knows what calling t- him jamal yeah yeah that, yeah, like. yeah yeah i did like that eddie knows what champion he is though right uh, <laughs> ring of honor <laughs> i keep like it's weird because this ring of honor title feels less than the ring of honor tv title that joe's been holding forever yeah like i keep on thinking joe's just the guy there. You know? it's like no, no no it's it's eddie but yeah has he still got his new japan open weight strong 
featherweight championship. What's the name of this <laughs> belt again? I am the IWGP <laughs> champion. Eddie, no, Eddie, you're not. You're not, you're not. <laughs> no, that's Sonata. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, we got that to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There was some good stuff on, on Collision, including that Danielson match, but like, there, there is, I, I definitely cherry pick if I'm watching Collision the next day, whether I'm out or I'm working on Saturday, I definitely like cherry pick and kind of skim through it. But this week I kept stopping like, oh, what's going on here? Oh, wait, Scooby-Doo gear. Wait, what's going on here? So. I do feel, I know their formula is, uh, you know, the long main event. I do feel sometimes it's not warranted. I felt this main event, what was it? Uh, Wheeler Yuta and Claudio against Big Bill. Big Bill and Starks didn't need to be 30 minutes. Right. I felt that. I felt the drag on that. Christian Danielson, absolutely. Some of those epic FTR bullet yeah. club matches, absolutely. I don't think it's something you need to have every single Saturday is that 30-minute match because I didn't think this one was warranted. No, I, I, I felt I the drag it. and I was like, come on, like get to the post angle. Yeah. Um, well, there was some more wrestling last night with Bound for Glory, uh, Impact's uh, big pay-per-view. Uh, some... Bits of news coming out of it, but um, I know you had a chance to uh, watch the Speedball Mike Bailey versus Will Ospreay match, uh, match postponed from uh, multiverse of matches or whatever it was a while ago. Mania weekend when uh, Ospreay was injured. But uh, yeah, who'd have thought it? These two put on an absolute stinker. Uh, yeah, I can't believe, uh, Will Ospreay got me to watch Impact Wrestling at their WrestleMania of pay-per-views. Is this, the, is it this one or is it Slammiversary? Which one is their big Both. One? Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> no, I, I thought this was fantastic. This match was great. Will Ospreay is just insane, man. He's having an incredible run. Oh, and yeah. like, yeah, I don't know how anyone could pick anyone else as wrestler of the year so far because this this run this this summer is just no just this whole year it's yeah, just been crazy man and this one delivered if not over delivered uh they were they were kicking the shit out of each other they were countering each other's moves they've definitely been itching to do this match since it got canceled and postponed till now and yeah like i said i do not watch impact but it even had me coming out to to watch this one and looks like Will might be sticking around a bit more. He's been very vocal about how February, his contract with New Japan is up and they, they want to renegotiate and he's kind of looking at the, the table of all his options. He could go to AEW. I'm sure there's interest in WWE, but he has name dropped. I might just sign with Impact Wrestling and. Uh, I think that got some attention. Uh, they've also now had a kind of confrontation with Osprey and their Impact champion. No, sorry, uh, Josh Alexander. Okay. And it looks like they're going to be having a match nice. at the next uh, TNA pay-per-view or whatever. Alexander just had his kind of first appearance in New Japan as well. He's someone I definitely want to see working yeah. there more. I'd love to see him like in the in the G1 next summer or something like that. He's someone I'm really high up on and I think really kind of suits that New Japan style. For sure. Uh, yeah, Osprey putting out something about how, you know, calling himself best wrestler in the world. But he's like, but I wrestle all over the world. And I think that's something, sure, like... Big WWE payday one day, like doing the AJ Styles thing, maybe going more towards the end of your career and yeah. cashing in those checks. But for now, it sounds like he's really happy. Like my deal right now, 
I can work AEW. I can work Impact. I can work RevPro. I can work New Japan. I can just do all these dream matches in a year and just build up this huge re- resume of yeah. incredible Which matches. Which she already has, year by year Which by year. Which she already has. Yeah. But obviously, if you're... Uh, and AEW has a bit of freedom with doing other stuff, but it'll limit you somewhat unless you negotiate that in your contract. Hey, I want to do X, Y, and Z. You're not going to get that in WWE. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this was, was an excellent match. This was an awesome match. Uh, someone please tell homeboy Mike Bailey to put on some shoes. Nah. <laughs> Seeing some, some toes in my wrestling. Uh, I, I really love this match. I, I think it, like I said, it delivered and, and speedball is just awesome, man. Yeah. He's, he's incredible. He's definitely someone I could see going somewhere else after his, his run with impact. It's kind of shocking. It took this long for people to kind of recognize how, yeah. how good this guy is. And he needed a match like this, like easily probably impacts best match of the year. I'm sure some people will bring this up at the end of the year because it, it was, it was that good. It's currently got a 9.42, uh, rating on, but look at every match Osprey's had this year. Oh, yeah. Like it's just been a, an incredible run. And yeah, I, I'm, I definitely scoffed at his comment saying, yeah, I might sign with impact. <laughs> Will Osprey signing with impact in February would be like, uh, Wembenyana signing with like the D league in basketball being like, I'm the fucking best. Should I like, play in some like university league instead it's like very bizarre but you kind of said it right like he's he's very smart and dude just like lives and breathes wrestling right now and as a fan you can see that you can hear that so i'm i'm kind of joking at the fact of seeing him in impact but i don't think he will sign with impact i think he'll do what he's been doing is do little pockets of wrestling literally everywhere he can Mm. Because he can, and he's a draw. He got me to watch fucking Impact. So, you like, know, like yeah. Impact's got, like, a pretty good thing going on right now, I think. It's just, it's the the saturation of wrestling. Of wrestling. Like, you, I, I caught the, the main event as well, which I enjoyed. I, I'm a fan of both Alex Shelley and Josh Alexander. They put on a pretty good match. Uh, Shelley retaining, they kind of did the respect angle at the end with Alexander strapping him up uh, with the belt that... Josh never lost because he vacated due to injury. Right, okay. Uh, but yeah, like looking up and down the rest of the card, I know Sino's got his review out of it as well. Uh, something like the Rascals versus ABC kind of has my attention. Uh, Sabin versus Kenta sounds pretty interesting. Like there's, they've got, you know, like if you're not AEW or WWE, this is the place that kind of picks up everyone else. And they've got some really good wrestlers there as well. Um, yeah, and then the announcement at the end of the the re rebranding. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, this video you're you're telling me how good Impact is, but I watched this video and it's like Eddie Ed's Eddie Edwards' wife in the middle of the woods, like legacy. I and can't stand I was like, two. bro, who are these people? Moose. I was like, turn this shit off. This is why I don't watch this show. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This video had me fucking laughing my ass off, and then all to say we're changing our name back to tits and ass and i'm fucking excited they should have never changed it i like i do think it's a good move i think people just people always call it tna anyway they chant tna i think maybe now there's there's still a bit of stink but there's There's a lot of stink i don't think as much as there was (laughs) oh let me tell you it's stinky (laughs) i don't know i i disagree i think people are a bit more nostalgic for yes old tna than they used to be i think they've they have had, I, John Pollock put out a pretty interesting article kind of just talking about 
the product now. And I, I do think like they, they put on back when I was reviewing TNA uh, impact, they were, they were putting on some good stuff and they've got some good wrestlers. And I think, uh, TNA does have more brand recognition than impact. I think it makes sense by the sounds of it though. They're, they're planning to like up like their budget, like, make the presentation look better, run bigger arenas and things like that. I wonder how that will do. I think they'll have to maybe be a bit more strategic with where they're running. Uh, I, I'd run here more. I think they do pretty well when in yeah, Canada. Yeah, they, they did um, They did a show in the summertime when we were away, and I, I, I know a bunch of people went. There was significantly less people at it than the one we were at, but still, like, so yeah. people, you know, a thousand people show up, whatever. Like running the UK, you know, like you put an event in the UK, it's going to sell pretty well. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to do London because London is pretty well served. Do a Liverpool or a Manchester or a Newcastle sure. or other places. I think they'll do pretty well. And, you know, like I, I know it's something that when I've been watching it and you've come in, you've just gone like, it just looks budget. Bro, you know? this pay-per-view looked right? budget, bro. So this like, looked bad. And opinion, I think but... uh, maybe like trying to, they're throwing some money at this to try and make it. I don't know how it's going to sell. I don't know if it will make much of a impact. <laughs> but, you know, come February, you're doing TNA wrestling with Will Ospreay as your your top guy. I don't know. I don't see Ospreay going there. <laughs> but, you know, like, I don't know. I think I think there is something where you can maybe try and attract those people. You You see the people who are disgruntled in AEW because not getting enough time there or whatever, and not necessarily going to go to WWE. It might, it's going to be a landing spot for a lot more people and maybe a more interesting people than your Frankie Kazarians who've been going there, the disgruntled AEW in the past. It's the land of misfit toys yeah. is, is what it is like more so than AEW. Definitely. As someone who's not watched it in a long time, who then checked out the pay-per-view, it still looks the same way it's been looking, mm. except they had, the best wrestler in the world in a match. And I was like, that's weird. It's the same way I felt when Kenny was doing the run there. I was like, that's strange. They must be like, hey, we'll throw a shit ton of money at you to get some new eyes, which is very smart promotion here. Having Will Ospreay on the show is smart. Teasing for his next match, very smart. And maybe you need to do more of that. Just promote more dream matches. You have your regular card with your storytelling yeah. and you throw in just a random dream match yeah. every pay-per-view. Cause like, like there is some talent in there, but for someone like me who checks in every now and then, Hey, they come to town. We'll go. We get some tickets given to us. We're like, yeah, let's go check it out. I'll be like, Oh, Ace Austin, this dude's lit. These guys, the rascals, these guys are lit, but everything else is still like, I, I don't. It's the like stuff. It. The stuff that I don't like is, is always these pay per views. It's the big multi man matches and hardcore. The hardcore matches. I don't want to see PCO. I don't want to see Rhino. I don't want to see Tommy Dreamer. Um, it's this call your shot gauntlet. What you got, bully? You've got Sunny Kiss Swinger. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I do think they're more like they're actual like upper card people. Josh Alexander, Alex Shelley, Sabin, Bailey. Like you've got great talent there. So they're switching back to TNA. 
Yeah. That's the move, right? Yeah, TNA impact. The pay-per-view hard to kill. Just like TNA. The cockroach of professional wrestling is this fucking company. I also loved that they had all their logos on the mat and everywhere around the, the mm. ring. And I was like, oh, did they get ads? Oh, it's just their own ads. <laughs> but okay, cool. Um, I, I think that this is a smart thing. For the past years, fuck, even Will Ospreay promoting this match, like last week, said, oh yeah, I'm doing this match in TNA. They were probably like, should we just change it that? Like, every time it's mentioned, it's called TNA. So it's like, you might as well just They do the TNA nostalgia show every year. That's the only show they do every year that gets people actually being like, oh yeah, TNA. So it's like, why not just go back to changing it that? However, it won't be the real TNA because Jeff Jarrett's in AEW. (laughs) So once he's done, bring come on home, King of the Mountain. Do we get six-sided ring? True, yeah, right. Do we bring that back? What made you stand out? What made you different? And they don't do that anymore. So maybe they do kind of... That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Like, I wonder if this... Like, uh, it's is hard to kill the launch of it, that pay-per-view. Yeah. Like, I wonder if you just try to do, like, a, like, a live TV episode as well. Like, just the big launch, your big new set, everything. Book, like, just some pay-per-view-worthy matches and be like, hey, like, try to be like... It might scratch that itch for some people, like, the curiosity where you go, I'll give it a go. I'll see what it is. That's what they just did a few weeks ago, though, right? Like, that That 1,000 or whatever it was. TNA 1,000, and they had, like, you know, moments and and stuff on there, Sharkboy and Mm. stuff. So they realized, hey, nostalgia's pretty big. I know a lot of people on and off wrestling fans, people who don't really know much about wrestling and some hardcore fans that keep telling me, and these are different people, oh, my TV has a TNA channel that I don't even know I had, and now I just watch old TNA. Like, you wouldn't believe. Yeah, but yeah we, we yeah. have it, yeah. I, I hear this all the time. People, listeners will message me, oh, I started what look what I'm watching, TNA, Destination X is on or whatever. I'm like, that's crazy. That's smart that they have this random channel that's only playing that on whatever smart TVs and stuff. I mean, that's what pretty much Fight TV is now anyways, just impact. But like, hey, there is a tape library of like a lot of stuff there and people do, you know, I I watched it. I loved watching TNA back in the day. So it's it's, it's smarter. The the problem is, and and that's what they're fighting with, is there's just so much wrestling out there and you've got your, your John Cena's of the world who are your diehard completionists who will watch everything. Yeah. Um, and then you've got like other wrestling fans who are like, we, we kind of just get our fix every week with what we got. And sure, I'll, I'll cherry pick because you're booking Osprey versus Bailey, but you're not going to get me watching two hours every week just because yeah. lack of time. And I, I watch the other stuff. Like I, I barely fit in collision every week, you know? So it's difficult, but I am interested to see how it does, uh, and whether, whether it improves because of that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, 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 it's wrestling. I'm a fan. I want more people to be fans of wrestling and, and everything, but I, it's a smart move for them. And I mean, I checked out their stuff this week because Osprey versus Bailey and it definitely delivered. It was an amazing match. So, I mean, maybe they're like, Hey, let's make some strategic moves and try to get on this bubble of the bubble of wrestling is big right now. Mm-hmm. And they're, they haven't moved an inch in it. So it's like, okay, well, maybe we need to make some changes. Uh, will we, will we do a best match ever TNA one day? I know we've done a best match ever X division where we were joined by JP from Grapple a few years ago, which is up there, but we have reviewed some TNA shows on our, on our Patreon and some matches. So maybe we'll take a look. I think the last one we looked at was the one I was at. 
the destination next right. 07. But yeah, there's some TNA stuff that do, we haven't. Uh, do maybe the world title or the knockouts or something like that. I don't know. Is Eddie Edwards' wife ever been knocked out? I don't want champion? to talk about either Eddie yeah. Edwards or, or his, his wife. wife. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Let's, let's uh, agree like on that. The lowest point of wrestling <laughs> for me. Um, now, I've got one more thing. Uh, talking of low points in wrestling, NWA. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They right. struck a deal with the CW. They're going to be on TV. Yeah, I which mean. Is nuts to me. Yeah, Tyrus is gone, right? Tyrus is gone. <laughs> okay, the CW, how I've always known that channel to be is like you know, aimed at, like, teens and young 20s, right? Yeah. I'm thinking it's, like, supernatural, like, vampire diaries, like, all that kind of stuff. That's how it used to be, right? That That's what I... Maybe. Maybe we don't, not we, anymore. We, we don't get the CW in, in Canada. What we got was any of those shows, they would then put them on some of our right. networks. So, also, okay, Arrow and all those yes, shows. They're yes. all CW. Yeah, I never so really liked CW shows. Let's put on the show with Tim Storm. Like... <laughs> I was I was working the other day and we aired Live Golf in syndication with the CW, okay. which I was like, wait, they're airing Live Golf now, which is crazy. So maybe they've completely moved away from what they were doing mm. and kind of going into something different. But so NWA, Billy Corgan, yeah, NWA signing a deal. What is it? A one hour show every week? I think so. Yeah. Power. Yeah. Like power again, to them. But. Yeah, <laughs> all the power to them. But like, yeah, I don't. I, I, it's on TV. It's good for them. Again, wrestling is like so popular, I mm. guess, so that they're trying every station. You'd imagine Impact is pretty cheesed that they're like, ah, oh, fuck. But I mean, they got their own they channels their own and station, stuff. But like, I'd, I'd wonder if this brings more eyes and attention to them. But just such a weird. Who's their of champion? All the. EC3 beat Tyrus, right? EC3, yeah. He, Tyrus is gone, right? Yeah. He, he's not necessarily your CW character that you'd normally. But just see. hearing like. Billy Corgan's vision and like saying the like I don't give a shit what the fans want I want Tyrus and stuff like that it's I don't think his vision really fits in with today but maybe maybe it'll find people maybe it'll find that people who want that older style or whatever it's it's very odd though all of all the different promotions out there that are getting TV deals that it's it's this one yeah it's it's very that one definitely. You gonna tune in? We'll tune into the the debut of Power. I'll I'll definitely CW. have to see what they put put on TV, but it can't be what they've been doing. No, because it's fuck that's that shit. Like imagine if Tyrus was on TV. Like that's now, what I mean. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like they better check themselves. Like EC3, okay. Like see, people would know who that is and mm. stuff, but like. I couldn't not name you anyone else who's in that company. You said Tim Storm. I Tim believe Storm, you I, could be lying to me. He I don't was know. <laughs> there. Like I don't know if he still is, but like I'm. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. That's what they, that's what they were known for a little while yeah. ago. Was it was him? But yeah, I'm not too sure uh, what what is in store for NWA. But all the power to them. Like you oh, said. and they're uh, Jake in the chat saying, and they're doing a reality sh- show on CW as well. Like that probably would be better than the wrestling show. To be honest, that'll Maybe. probably be a bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, like take what they did with we mentioned earlier with the wrestlers with the OVW thing. If you're putting that on TV, yeah. that that could actually get people. Like if people are interested in OVW because of a Netflix show, people could get interested in an NWA because of reality show. Yeah, I know he's been doing uh, pumpkin, smashing pumpkin shows where he's mm. been bringing out wrestlers, and people have been like, "What the fuck's going on with this guy?" So. Yeah. <laughs> The world is a vampire. All righty. Uh, well, I think that brings us to an end. Is there anything else you on your mind? Uh, shout out 
to Hot Ones. I yet to watch the Mick Foley oh, one. Oh, I just saw that. But it is out. Okay. So Mick Foley on Hot Ones is out. So I'm definitely going to be checking that out. But Cardi B shouting out Melina on Hot Ones was definitely something I didn't see coming, but was amazing. Who knew Cardi B was a big fan of MNM? I'm a big fan of Cardi B. Yeah, we love our, yeah, our we great. love us some Cardi B. I would like to see her in the, in some wrestling down the line. In but, concert? Uh, yeah, more, maybe in WWE. Yeah. Well, you like perform at a WWE show? Do do she's done the theme? She did the theme to SummerSlam, didn't she? Yeah, yeah your favorite one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe we see her in, in in wrestling. I know there's there's we need more crossover of hip hop into wrestling. AEW's been doing like your Action Bronsons, but we have Bad Bunny in WWE, which Bad Bunny his character dropped for 2K. 2K, yeah. It can be Bad Bunny in 2K, which is pretty pretty hilarious. He was in the last one, wasn't he as well? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Cardi B and Jade Cargill team them up. I don't know if Cardi could see, wrestle. Who, oh, of course she, she trains with everything it. with those nails she's got. Yeah, rake the eyes. Ooh. Jeez. See who truly is that bitch. That bitch. Uh, yeah, so I, lo- I liked uh, seeing wrestling on Hot Ones because that's always fun. They need a wrestling-themed hot sauce. Is what I'm sure mean. there's one. There's got to be one. Someone. We need a Poison Rana hot sauce. Mm. It's coming soon. Uh, also coming soon, our new PWT page. Yes. It is It is in the works with brand new designs of our own designs coming soon. So don't buy any yet. I mean, do it if you want. But <laughs> we're not going to link you yet because we're working on it. Because we're, we're, we're uploading some images and uh, working on some stuff. And it you can only do four at a time, unfortunately. Yeah, so, so we want all of them to be the up space. there. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, anything else uh, going on? Is that it? I think that's it. Remember yeah. to go to uh, Google Reviews. Gabby's King West. Leave a nice one for your favorite local bartender. Yeah. Uh, follow all of our stuff on social media. We will be back on Tuesday night on the Post Wrestling YouTube and Post Feed with our Halloween Havoc Night 1 2023 post show on Tuesday night. Uh, and then our Patreon. Lots and lots of shows. It's spooky season. We did a Friday the 13th Part 3. We got our uh, Antichrist review. I'll put that up tonight. I'm I'm so sorry for anyone who throws up while listening to it. <laughs> And uh, lots of other shows. Halloween Havoc 98 review coming out this week. And then we'll be looking at Halloween 6 for Halloween. So lots and lots of shows, lots of podcasts. And we cannot do that without you, our fine listeners, our supporters. We appreciate you very, very much. We do indeed. Thank you for everyone joining us live today. We see you, Jake. We see you, Brandon, Cameron, Surin. We thank you very much. Anyone I've missed there. Jesse, I see there. Martin Bushby. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. At Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram for everything else. PoisonRana.ca for links of everything that we do. I myself, Brayden Harrington, Twitter, Instagram at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And fuck that owl. Ahoy!